From boy to breaking waves, every single one of them, that is. Welcome to you talking you two to me, the comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things you two. This is good rock and roll uh, music. We are back. We're back. Welcome back. I can't believe this happened. <laughs> Can you believe you got the two of us sitting in a room again with engineer Cody Cody? Can the three of us in one room? And all it took was a couple of texts. Mhm. Uh some directions. Uh, you didn't have to give me directions. I just had to revisit the directions that are stored in my brain. Well, you know what? The memory is a tricky thing. Sometimes it's like a scar. It heals over and you forget stuff. But in this case, you did not. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I just needed to rub that scar tissue like you do whenever you need to get a boner. <laughs> Anthony Kiedis. And pull it off. Scar tissue. And just go, hey, look. Uh, there are the directions. There Do they you are. keep directions folded up in a tiny piece of paper and place it into cuts in your arms <laughs> and then let it heal over? And then mm -hmm. anytime anyone needs directions, I rub at that scar tissue and I yep. pull it out <laughs> and then I toss it at the person. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it sticks on their face. <laughs> yes, it certainly does. Welcome to the show. This is Scott. And this is Scott. Hey, welcome back. It's. Been a while. Been a while. Been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. It really has. It's we've taken the summer off. When was the last time we released an episode? I'm going to pull up, check that. Pull up out. the old date board. Here we go. Uh, the last episode was released. On. Scott, I'm not interested in when it was released, okay? What are you fucking interested in? I'm interested June in- June 11, by the way. When it was, we sat our big old juicy butts down on these seats and talked you two to each other. Probably about a week before June 11th. Okay. So June. All right. <laughs> Beginning of June. It is September 11th. Speaking of 11th, let's not forget. Uh, and we are out. We rushed to get this into the studio- uh, we tried to get it out to you ASAP. Well, it's September 10th right now. Well, now it is, but uh, people are listening to it on September 11th. Okay. Dumb shit. Okay. Fine. Let me set the stage. It is September 10th for us. It is 8.28 p.m. All right? And we're going to do this episode for as long as it takes to get it out. Yep. Um, but uh, And we're going to try and get this out. As soon as we can. We're going to try to put it out tonight, so people will be listening to this tomorrow. Can we talk a little bit about- Joan Rivers, R.I.P. Can we talk? How, we, how, we, how cool it is that the moment this album came out, um, we've been flooded with yeah. tweets from people saying, you guys have to get your big old juicy butts dicks. back in- <laughs> Your big old juicy dicks back in that studio and start- Talking that U2 shit. It's been, it's been, it's been, been, it's been a while. No, it's been really gratifying to see how many people, it seems like the 500 billion people that iTunes goes out to, they yep. all tweeted at us at the same time yeah. and they all wanted to, to hear this. So here we are. Let me, let me talk about what's going on with me. Um, 
you and I actually planned to do this tonight about a week ago because we had yeah, a feeling right. something was going to happen on Tuesday. So we set this date. That's right. Uh, you got back to me and said, hey, bro, mm-hmm. do you want to record on Wednesday night? And I said, Wednesday is not good for me because I am uh, – it's, it's my not first – good for me. <laughs> what? Was that a joke? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you get it, Cody? I'll take it on faith. Okay. Um, forum? Is that what you're saying? Good forum? Good no, form? No, good form. Like For- good form. Good form. And then me. Look, if this is going to be the level okay, of your jokes for this episode. <laughs> yeah, just get the okay. fuck out right now. <laughs> but I said it's it's not good because uh, I started filming season four right. of Comedy Bang Bang today, this right. morning. I've been up since 5.30 in the morning. Um, and you said, I said, can we do it on Tuesday? Cause I actually had nothing yesterday mm-hmm. and you said, I'm out of town. Right. And, um, now personally, I got to call bullshit on that because I think you got back into town yesterday. I did get back into town and yesterday. you could have done it last night. No, I couldn't have. Why? <clears throat> Cause you're too busy clearing the cocks out of your throat. <laughs> yeah. There were 17 cocks in my throat. Do you know how hard it is to clear cocks out of your throat Can when you they're not connected just... to bodies? <laughs> really? They're disembodied cokes? Uh, no, because I got home from a trip and I needed to be with my family. Oh, Jesus. Put the little I'm your family! Shitla- you're right. You're right. I keep forgetting that you're my family. By the way, it wasn't like I presume that you got home late at night or even like late afternoon. You were on the plane when I talked to you at this Apple conference, uh, when the Apple conference was, yeah, was I over landed, at noon. I landed at about one o'clock, oh when, right Lord. when the thing ended. Is that you, when it ended? Yeah. Yeah. No, it ended at noon. Okay. I, I landed at like probably like 1230. Okay. So from 1230 to 1130, you uh-huh. had no time to no, do this. I, I really didn't. You wanted me... To add another two hours to my incredibly long day. Because, Listen, yeah, um, I didn't want to. It's just I had no choice. No choice. And we all have long days, right? We all have long days here. I guess so. I guess so. You're right. Although mine was particularly long, so I'm a little loopy here tonight. But hey. I don't care. I, I, I'm actually glad that we had this extra day because today we got to listen to the record some more. That's I mean, I was working all day, but okay. You got to listen. I wasn't. To the, I listened to the record a lot. <laughs> good, good. I'd, you know what? To be fair, though, I listened to it a lot yesterday mm-hmm. when it first came out. So what's I a- actually didn't. I only listened to it w- one, like one whoa, and a half times. Whoa, whoa, one and a half times. One love and a half times. <laughs> That's you funny. Too. Okay, we'll talk about the record soon, but I, I do want to uh, just say to everyone who has fallen in love with this podcast, thank you so much for writing to us uh, and for trying to keep it alive. Uh, I said on Comedy Bang Bang, the podcast the other day, that the show was defunct, knowing we were just about to mm-hmm. uh, record this, and people were in an uproar. What do you mean defunct? You said you're coming back. Right. And uh, actually, you know what's funny? With The last time that we talked... June, uh, you know, in, in early June, you said to me, hey, you know what? I can record one next week. And our plan was to stockpile a bunch and then release it weekly around now. And then we, you and I have barely seen each other this summer. Yeah, at all. We, I think- No, we saw each other parties. at a party. We saw each other at DK's party. Uh, Dan Kell. Yeah. 
we saw each other at Elsie's party. Elsie's, yes. And we saw each other at Elsie's other party. She's having a lot of parties. Yeah, two parties in like a week. Yeah, crazy. And then um, that's about it, isn't it? Yeah. Because I, I was out of town, you were busy, and it's just the it's way- busy stroking it. It's the way the, uh, the peanuts shook out of the bag, you know? <laughs> that, old, that old saying. How many times do you think you've gone to the bathroom since we saw each other last? How many days has it been? Let's see, June, July, August. So it's- Two September. So, I mean, we basically went to- No, you're right. We went to July. Three we went to, full Three months. full months. Yeah. Three How many times months. have you gone to the bathroom? So that's around 90 days. Around 90. Well, let's round down to 90. And per day, so it's 90 days. So it's 90 times 90. Okay. So 1,800 times? 1,800 times. Wow. But you have to times that by two. Oh, okay. 3,600 times. 3,600 times. Why do you times it by two? Because it's number two? Well, you just have to assume that just because of my image and my modesty. That <laughs> you're rounding. I'm keeping it low. Yeah, okay, okay, good. So, yeah, so just <laughs> twice as much as whatever I say. Okay, good, okay. You are a modest guy, you know, and you do have an image. I don't Let's like to frank. brag about how much I go to the bathroom. Yeah, no, I know. You... What about you, Scott? I went once, Ooh. and it was the day after we saw each other. Oh, God, so how, I made are a you packed... feeling okay? no. Oh. Not at all. I made a pact that I would not go to the bathroom until we did another one. And you said you wanted to do it next week. So I was like holding it. And and then you just kept holding it. A pact is a pact, but my man. But you made a pact. Was it like a silent pact with yourself? It was a blood pact. With yourself? With myself, yeah. I cut my thumb. And put it up against your other thumb? Put it up against the tip of my penis. And so, so that's just a, a binding pact. If... Blood and pre-cum mix. Well, we all know that. So there's no way out of this. There's no way out. So, so I feel like now you can go to the bathroom. We got a show to do. Yeah, but- I mean, I, I mean, might shake can, a little dew off the daisy at a break or something. We're, we're recording this, so we can always just- Like, we could take a pause right now, and okay. then people wouldn't even know it. Well, let me see. What, I mean, I guess I could just go right now. I mean, it would just- like, Yeah, do it. It's fizzy. Well, it's been in your body for a long time. It's been. It's been. <laughs> oh, that felt good. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you got it all out. It's weird that it's it's only like, I don't know, six ounces. Yeah, I uh, haven't eaten or drinking. Drinking? <laughs> it's late. It's late. It's late. It's late. Okay, we got to talk about this. We have some really fantastic fan mail. Uh-huh. Some FFM since we last met, and I wanted to read some of it because uh, some really nice stuff. Um, let's see. We got something here from John Elliott. John Elliott from Oakland, California. He says, uh, Dear Scott and Scott, in order of cultural importance. He's obviously talking about me first. Mm -hmm. uh, first, I wanted to thank you for the podcast, not to be overly sincere. Hey, you know what? John be overly sincere. Yeah, be sincere. That's we what like it's it. all about, man. We like it. Just because we're postmodern, ironic comedy guys mm -hmm. doesn't mean mm -hmm. you have to be. Um, but it really is an oasis in the wasteland that is my dehumanizing work week. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> um, he goes on, on to say a lot of really nice stuff. He says he wanted to give us a gift. He put together a bunch of mixes and playlists on a flash drive. 
which is awesome. Huh. So uh, I'll put that in a little later. Um, and he says that he's doing a podcast with a friend covering every REM album. Oh, wow. Which is something we had talked about. Um, What's he, the name of the podcast? He does not say. So okay. that's a missed opportunity, John. Yeah. ABC, always be closing. Yeah, always be cranking out the name of your podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, he does say, don't worry, I'm not going to ask you guys to be on it or even tell you the name. He says, trust me, compared to your podcast, ours is a pathetic lump of shit. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> does he really say that? Compared to ours. What does that mean, ours? Is... <laughs> All right. Uh, but I was Ours hoping... is just a, a lump of shit. <laughs> this is a pathetic one. I was hoping if you had the time or inclination that you could each give me a list of your personal top RE, top 10 REM songs for us to discuss on our final episode of the series. So, so they I, have they're already on their final episode or they are going to get to it at oh, a certain point. He okay. did send the oh it doesn't have a date, but Does I Does he, he say how it. old he is? Yeah, he's my age. 28. Oh, okay. Does he really say he's 28? No. Oh. <laughs> um, so he wants to know, I know this is uh, off the top of your head, but I gave you about five minutes before we yeah. started, and um, we we both uh, put together our top 10 REM songs. And uh, so, Adam, why don't you start? Why don't what, you go first? Mine is Shiny Happy People 10 times. Okay. That's good. Mine, let me see. I have mine. Mine is... Shiny Happy People eight times, and then Shiny Happy People two times. The remix? Yeah. Yeah. There is a remix out there. Do you <laughs> remember know. that? Yeah, I do. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No, I uh, uh, I would have to think about it way more than you, but I know that-, that I, you, Wait, you had me do it. You didn't do it? Mine would all be from, like, Murmur, probably. <laughs> I didn't do it. I was going to make that joke, Shiny Happy People ten times, and then you said, you go first. Oh, you should have insisted that I go first. Yeah, I should have, but you know I'm not you know a why pushy I, asshole. You know why I said you do, you go first because <laughs> I knew you were going to do something like that. And I actually, even though it was only five minutes, I worked kind of hard. You worked on it. That. Well, look, you do it. I'll think of it later. You do it. Talk about it. Talk about the passion. Okay. So should I, do you really want me to say this top ten list? Yeah, I do. Okay. This is in no particular order, and it might not even be accurate because I did it in five minutes. Jesus, enough of the disclaimer. Okay. Just say Number one, list. life and how to live it. Number why two. Are you say, for, why are you Wait saying, a second. Why are you saying numbers if it's in no particular order? Just say the 10 because things. Because I don't want people to lose track. Like if I if I don't number each one, people will be like, is he on number seven? Is he on number nine? How is he on number 15? Go? What the fuck? And then they'll What's jump the out of a- What's the deal with his lit? Jerry Seinfeld, on? get out of here. I was just here to see George. Jerry Seinfeld, what do you think about REM? Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, bye. Weird guy. Yeah. Weird guy. All right. What do you got? I'm not going to read these. It's Why? Stupid. I no, like it. I'm interested. Dumb. No. I'm not what do you gonna, mean? This guy dumb. wants to know. He, you put some time into this. Let's hear it. But the whole bit of it, I fuck, I, you read your thing and so. What? Just, okay. All right. Oh, you, should I just read it? Yeah, just read okay. it. I want to hear. Okay. It'll spark conversation in my mind. It's shiny, happy people ten times. <laughs> <laughs> no, what do you got? I really, okay. I genuinely life and it. how to live it. Which one? Which where? What is that from? Fables of the Reconstruction. Life and how to live it. Got it. <laughs> That's right. Uh, half a world away. Half a world away on out of time. Wow. Okay. Uh, I believe. 
from Life's Rich Pageant. I believe that's a good song. <laughs> uh, Try Not to Breathe from Automatic for the People. Bad advice, but good song. Um, Ages of You. Mm, Do you remember that song? Uh-huh. Ages of You. Yep. Find the River. Hey, why don't you go towards that stream sound? Now, the next song, if I was going to be uh, technically correct in saying the title, it would sound a little like this. Because there is no title. There's no title to this song. But since... What do people call it? Untitled. Untitled, right? But that's not the name it's of the song. It's not the fucking title, bro. Okay? There is no There's title. There's no fucking title. Okay. And that's from What Green. do you do on your iTunes? Do you, you know, uh, I assume you have iTunes. Otherwise, how would you get this record that just came out? Exactly. But what, do you do? You call it Untitled on, in, it's, it's in the listed, metadata? It's listed as Untitled. You can it's change not a blank space. You can change that. I know, but I don't. Okay? Too busy? A little. I guess you could uh, just delete the letters. Yes, I just said that. Scott, I heard you. So Um, why are you saying it like it's your fucking idea? I guess you could delete the letters. Why are you talking about it like you're the only one that knows how to change change the listings because adam you are a guy who as listeners have pointed out doesn't even know how to use your fucking search function on your phone i do now help you i do now i use it 85 times a day 85 only 85 that's Um, five less times than you go to the bathroom it's control i and you can change any wording on your goddamn itunes yes that is exhuming mccarthy hollow what do you think about exhuming mccarthy like the title of it uh, it's a little like 1980s were really political and mm-hmm. uh, in our 20s. Good song. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. Hollow Man. and then, The uh, theme to the Kevin Bacon yep, thriller. Yep. And then Diminished is the 10th one. Those are the songs. But, Those you know, I don't know if that's accurate. Or, but, hey, that's what you could come up with right now. That's so, what I came up with, bro. John, thank you for your flash drive and uh, talk about those on your own podcast. And if uh, people are fans of REM, go out there and listen to that. That sounds uh, really cool. I might listen to Even that. Even though we don't know. How would we find it? He didn't tell us what He'd it's put called. put REM. I don't know. Put his name into it. I'd, look, you listen. know what, John? You fucked up. You fucked up, bro. You fucked up. All right. This comes to us from, by the way, and this is less a letter than it is like a manifesto. This is Uh-oh. pages and oh, pages boy. long. All right. Um, and it's from Mark. All right, Mark, you just need to, you need to calm down. Mar- I believe it's Mark Cleaver. Oh, boy. Um, All right. And- by the way, I think it's it's two separate letters, both oh, God. both written to Scott. Oh, jeez. Oh no, one is written to both of us, and one is written to me. So oh, that's nice. Oh gosh. Um, he used to work at Vagrant Records. I'm just going to read oh, highlights. Boy. Used to work at Vagrant Records. Ah, I saw some Vagrant band posters in an episode of Party Down. Cool story, huh? But oh, seriously, boy. I really like Party Down. Good job. Oh, hey, Adam, I've never asked you this. Ah, beast. <laughs> <laughs> But you've never said your famous party down catchphrase on the air. What's here. that? The you know what it is. No, I don't. Like I said, I have scar tissue over my memories. You know what it is. It's the what is it? It's getting hot in here. What is it? Yeah, it's it's getting hot in here. No, it's is anybody horny? Yep. 
<laughs> no, what is it? What really? What is it? It's let's get going on the cheeseburgers. <laughs> no, real, but I mean seriously, you do have a catchphrase. What you just <laughs> you just held up a piece of paper like you had a note that I needed to read that quite frankly I thought was going to be hey I don't want to do my catchphrase <laughs> and instead it was just a picture of a spewing dick yes <laughs> why but the dick has a face on it <laughs> oh okay it has X's for eyes and its tongue sticking out all right okay I guess that's all right why would you show that to me uh. I don't know. I just completed it, and I thought you should see it. Okay. All right. You know, uh, I really only have one thing to say to that. Yeah. Adam, that's not funny. Nope, that's not funny, Adam. It's not funny. That wasn't very funny. Oh, really? The timing of that. Okay. Look, (laughs) you try to work this iPod jack. Um, Okay, so. Can I see that thing for a second? Yeah. There you go. Uh, <laughs> I gotcha. All right. Um, okay, anyway, so Mark sent us um, some cool shit. What, so what is it exactly? It's just a long letter. It's a super long letter. Can I see it? Yep. Here you go. Did he? Did you read the whole thing? No. <laughs> <laughs> I got you with that you one. You actually did. <laughs> Are there coupons in here? What the I don't, I don't know what it is. all of this? I don't know what it is. But, the um, Vicious Kisses. Oh, he has a band, The Vicious Kisses. Oh, okay. That's a cool name for a band. That is a cool name. Okay, someone else, and by the way, I apologize because I'm, I don't know if I got this person's name, but someone else sent us T-shirts. Some fucking T-shirts, Adam. T-shirts? <laughs> Look. You fucking T-shirts? Looky. Some cool fucking T-shirts. Wow, that's cool. It's, they made those? Yeah, they made these. This is, uh, I think it's whoever designed this design, but it's you and me as uh, the Fly and Macfisto. And uh, sent us various sizes. What are you, an extra medium? Super small? What, what does extra medium mean? <laughs> what are you? I got I got uh, a medium here for you. Is that what you are? Or are you a small? Just Mark say. wrote a six-page, full six-page letter. Yeah. And then another one. And then another one just to me. Uh, no, but then he at the bottom it says me. Too. Okay. Here you go. Here's a small. Here's oh, a medium. Thanks. You don't have to say what you are. And Who sent these t-shirts? I, I, I don't know. Didn't send any larges. Thanks a lot. Um, but then we also got, by the way, and this was crazy. We got a letter, Adam, from Guess Who? The ma- the manager of Guess Who? Uh, Satan? <laughs> Who is Satan's manager? Probably uh, uh, L. Ron Hubbard. <laughs> is that his duties down there in yeah. hell? Yeah. He became the manager? I guess. He was really successful at that religion he created. No, uh, we got a letter and a package even. From the manager, <laughs> Adam just got me and it back. Uh, I totally forgot about it. We oh, got, that felt great. <laughs> we got a package from the manager. It may not be the manager or someone who works at the label of old sourpuss himself, Brian Eno. Are you kidding? Brian Eno, someone who works with him. 
at his record label sent us a big package of his records. Nuh-uh. Yes. And Are they here? Uh, I uh, They're at my house. Oh, great. <laughs> well, look, it's been three months. Wait, are, is it all vinyl? or No, no, it's CDs. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so a lot of his recent work. So his recent work with, uh, I believe it's Carl Hyde from Underworld. Uh-huh. Uh, the last two records of that and uh, maybe another David Green Byrne. World. He did a David He Byrne. did that, but he didn't include that. But um, I think a reissue of another Green World maybe. That's um, awesome. And he – T-shirts too? You know what? No Are you fuck. fucking kidding me? This motherfucker. Old Sourpuss. Old Sourpuss. Yeah. Not boy. throwing the T-shirts in the box. Uh, hey, uh, Brian, do you mind if we throw some T-shirts into this box? Mm, I hate T-shirts. T-shirts are too catchy. Why doesn't anyone make our shirts? God, shut up. Why always T-shirts? You ever think about that? I'm not spilling my tea onto them, am I? Shut up. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Did you know that now if you put Brian Eno into Google, you knew this, right? <laughs> Someone sent this that to me the other day. Hilarious. And you put Brian Eno. It's like number three or it's four. the third prompt that Google gives you is old sourpuss. <laughs> oh, poor Brian uh, Eno. Poor Brian Eno. We're, we're, we were like, big fans. We are big fans. Huge fans of Brian Eno, and we started this Calling thing. him that just because we're in assholes. conversation. But his his uh, the person who works at his label, whose name, I'm sorry, all, all of this stuff is at home, uh, Thank you so much to those. And he said he's a big fan of the show That's and wanted awesome. to keep us abreast of what Old Sourpuss was up to. So That's great. thank you so much to him. Also, we got, uh, and this is really interesting, we got a letter. Scott and Scott, Bono here, love the show. Wait, what? It's so comprehensive and encyclopedic, even I learn a thing or two, and I'm Bono. I'm in the Holy band you 2 I've heard your request for T-shirts, and although I wasn't able to get a proper one, I did procure these misprinted ones from the 360 tour that have been sitting on my bedroom floor for years. You can you can just send me the payment for them whenever you get the chance. Bono! Wait. Payment? He really? wants us to pay for the T-shirts? He wants us to pay. Look at this T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's a totally black T-shirt. That is with the tiniest white lettering that says "U2." Oh my god! Once on it, really super tiny. That is fucking great. <laughs> um, Where is there another one? Yes, there are two, and this one's yours. Here you go. That is. Uh, keep up the great work. I look forward to hearing you talk the new U2 album to me whenever we decide to finish it. All of the members of U2, The Edge, Larry Mullen Jr., Adam Clayton, and myself, Bono, appreciate your fandom. I hope you found what you're looking for. Wow. Bono, thank you so much. That is pretty amazing. Bono, we finally got the T-shirts. Yeah, but he expects us to pay for them. So. Although, not only does he expect us to pay for them, he's not giving us like the premium T-shirts. No, he the gave premium us tees. The misprint that are lying on his bedroom floor from three sixty. Yeah, I don't expect. I don't expect. I don't it. know. This doesn't really count. It doesn't sit well with me. No, me neither. And also, you know what? I'm not gonna pay for this. No, I'm not paying for this. A misprint. He's right. It was laying on the floor of his yeah. bedroom. It smells like shit. <laughs> Are we to presume that Bono shits on his floor? I, I don't mean shit like literally shit. Oh, I see. I I'm mean, sorry. it just doesn't smell great. It, it doesn't, doesn't smell Scott, great. it was lying on the floor of his bedroom. on the floor of his bedroom. I mean, can we talk here? Can okay, we? Joan Rivers, R.I.P. I mean, look. Are you trying to take over her catchphrase? 
Calm down. Are you trying to do but that? Can we talk? What? I'm just saying. I thought your catchphrase was something about having fun or something. Can we talk? You're just going to start saying Look, this from now on? He sent us fucking t-shirts. He sent us t-shirts. Okay. That, was, that was nice. That's what we wanted. But these aren't the right ones. They're not the right ones. This isn't the t-shirt I Look, want. I know. Am Look, I an asshole? You're not an asshole. If you're an asshole, I'm an talk? asshole. Dude, stop it. It's not right. She's barely in the ground. This is bull. This is bullshit. Yeah, we're not taking these. You know what? Bono? Can we send them back? Yeah, we can. He has his address right here. Uh, Liverpool apartment three B. Yeah, okay. We'll Great. send him right back. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Bono. This doesn't cut it. Doesn't Up cut the mustard. Yours, Bono. All right, we got one more thing that was in the pile of U two fan stuff that's been sitting in my car for three months. Uh, oh no, this is not. Uh, a letter to us. This is my parking directions for the Emmys. Oh, oh weird. Gosh. It's weird that you. Mm. Can I see that? Uh, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's for the Emmys. I think that's for the HBO party. Oh, this was for the HBO party. Did you uh, go to the HBO? How do you know the directions of the HBO party it, by sight? It says HBO the on the back of it, the oh. part that's facing me. Oh, that's true. Well, it was the Emmy party, and we got to talk about this, Adam, because how long have you been on Parks and Recreation? Uh, four years. Four years at this point, yeah. by my count. Yeah. And you have not received one single Emmy. I haven't. And yet I made something that wasn't even a TV show. With never never aired on television. Never. That's not fun. once. And somehow is eligible for an Emmy award. Hey, they decide to give it one. Huh. And yeah. it's and it was like seven minutes long? Um less. Yeah, less than seven minutes long. And yeah. You got an Emmy Award yeah, for it. Yeah, I did. Huh, that's interesting. I did. Well I did. well deserved. Thank you so much. Well, well deserved. Do, let me ask you this. Yeah. Remember that video that you made for the Obama thing? Yeah. Yeah. What what Emmy did that win? Um, hold on. Let me. Where's my computer? Here we go. Hmm. I have to just look this up real quick. Sure. Of course. Um, one sec. I just need to click into this one website right here. And back. Hold on. Let me go into my email folder titled Emmys Related to Funny or Die Video for the Obama Campaign, i.e. related to healthcare. Okay. Here we go. Um, none. None? No. Oh, I'm so I did sorry. Not, no, I did not receive an Emmy award nor oh i didn't nomination? get nominated no no, oh. no 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 not for for that but you know what the funny thing is since it was just like a funny or die video there's no way in the world that i thought i uh deserved one for mm. that that's interesting because i knew i did deserve it that is weird yeah super weird super weird isn't it because yeah. it's not a tv because thing. i thought i'm just doing this dumb video um and it's fun and stuff but it's not on tv it's just yeah. on funny or die why would it get a television why would it award? be better than parks and recreation and your performance on it for four years exactly why would it it's weird yeah it's super it's weird. Weird. who can explain it anyway no wow sorry about that um in all seriousness mm -hmm. congratulations 
Thank you. On your Emmy Award. That is very, very, that's really amazing. Thank you. I haven't talked about it publicly nor privately. I have not spoken about it. Don't you do like an hour of, uh, two hours of comedy every week on your podcast? I do. You've never talked about it? I have not talked about it. I don't really talk about personal stuff. No one's asked you about it. No one's asked me about it. That's weird. Okay. I will ask you, uh, uh, how 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 was it? How was the day at the Emmy Awards? Well, Adam, um, it was fun. It was long. You you haven't been to the the technical Emmys. No, it's not technical. Creative arts, creative Emmys. It's basically it's a different ceremony for anything they don't want to air during the actual right. ceremony. <laughs> right. Anything that's too boring. Right. To, although they do give out like like guest actor awards at this. Right. You know that's the, weird that they don't do that at the. I mean, I can understand why they don't do like the short form thing, the one that you won. Although that's becoming an interesting category because it's always mm-hmm. like children's, children's hospital. Children's hospital. And all that. Now, what? And I and I voted for this, uh-huh. but the greatest event in television history wasn't nominated. It was not nominated. I voted for it to you be did? nominated. Yes, thank you. That was, I um I only voted for two things. Yeah, you and me. <laughs> that's very nice. Um, um, no, it it was not. We tried. I mean. The, the the show is so small that Naomi and I had to try and, like, make DVDs to send out. Because you know how th- usually, yeah. like, there's a big production company who makes yeah. DVDs. I mean, not if you're Comedy out. Bang Bang, um, because IFC will include, you know, Spoils of Babylon and Portlandia and Maron, but not Comedy Bang Bang. But anyway, go ahead. Did they really not? No, of course not. <laughs> they didn't even submit it the first year. Oh my! Because God. they said you have no chance of winning. So. Oh, I remember. Stars forgot to submit for party, party down. down. What was your catchphrase in that? Um, let's grab some tacos. Oh, so good. I yeah. love that. Uh, so we tried. We like made DVDs, but you know, we just didn't have the. Um, the, the DVD burner. <laughs> the DVD. We didn't have enough. <laughs> How are you trying to make them? We didn't have enough of them to – it's so boring. We didn't have yeah. enough of them to send what, – whatever. It was – Well, hey, I, you I gave was it so, the old college try. Gave it the old college try. I was so psyched when uh, you guys won. That was well, that's, really That's great. really nice of you. And I – you know what – how I feel about your work on Parks and Recreation. I think that it's fair. <laughs> C plus. Exactly. C plus. Exactly. Which is the highest grade I give. No, but I uh and I do want to ask you about this and not to put you on the spot. Yeah. But there was a big fan campaign since we've been away. Yeah. Uh SNL, Saturday Night Live, which is yes. weird. You have to agree. Day? Night? Both of those are in that title. It's confusing. When right. do I tune in? Well, I think what they're saying is it's Saturday and it's so during at the day. night. No, Saturday is just a, a reference for a particular day of the week, right. just you, like Monday or Tuesday. You've totally lost me. And by the way, I think that it, Saturday should be uh, 12.01 a.m. Yeah. through 11.59 p, uh, a.m. And then Saturday night, noon to 11.59 p.m. Change the name of the day. So you think if it's 1 p.m., it should be Saturday night. Saturday night. Yes, of course. But it's during the day. Okay, tell you what. What we'll do is we'll go sundown, sunup. So you don't call it Saturday anymore? You just call it sundown? You ca- no, 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 no. You, call it, you say- Saturday uh, sundown? You, you say at sunup on Saturday, you, you call it Saturday. Right. Sundown, you call it Saturday night. Right. Midnight, you call it sun night. Okay. 
To sun up, you call it Sunday. To sundown, you call it sun night. To midnight, you call it mun night. So it goes sun night until Sunday and then back to, to sun, sun night. night. Yeah, exactly. And then it's mun night until <laughs> Monday and then back to, to mun, mun night. night. Yeah, it's not confusing when you say it like that. You're right. It would make, you know what it would make Everything so much easier is, so- is uh, the calendar application on my goddamn phone. Mm-hmm. iCal. iCal. Uh, go see iCal. Hey, there's going to be a new uh, iPhone come. Oh, wait, you know what? We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. But w- there was a big, SNL had a big campaign of, hey, send to us on social media. Yeah. And, you know, I have to say social media, everyone's staring at their phones. It's kind of making us antisocial. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's thinking like, oh, we're so connected now. The world is getting smaller. You know what I think? I think the world's getting more and more – people are getting more and more far apart. I do. Everybody's looking at these little graves in their hands. Excuse me for calling them graves. Okay. But I think I that it's you're sucking the life right out of us. Ugh. I mean, are we really better off? Who know. knows? Who knows? I'm starting to think, no, we're not. Mm. Anyway, I don't mean to get off on a tangent yeah, because we're, we're talking about it. Getting t- off on a rant over here. Oh, my gosh. New uh, rules. You're just going to join in on the music? I, I thought you were going to go into a new rule or something. Okay, dun, new dun, rules. Dun, 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 From now on, dun, when you tell dun, me there's an email in my inbox, please give me a little warning if it says penis enlargement before I open my mail application. Give you a warning if it says penis enlargement? Yeah, yeah that's what I <laughs> Good want. Good rule. Um, but no, SNL had a big thing of, of tweet us, Tumblr us, Facebook us. Hey, we'll take MySpace. Maybe some Friendster if you got my it. MySpace. What's that? I didn't say MySpace. Yeah, you did. No, I did not. Oh. Rewind the tape. MySpace. I guess See? I did. I guess yeah. I did. Weird. Um, but n- please contact us here at Saturday Night Live with your suggestions for hosts for this, our 40th year, as well as musical guests. I, you know the first person I thought of when Don Bardo passed away? Who? You. <laughs> <laughs> it was so fucking sad. <laughs> and by the way... We kid around, but I, Joan Rivers, that was yeah. very sad. I, you know, I just did her show like three weeks ago. You did the In Bed with Joan? Yeah. Fuck. You know what? I was going to do that in January or February, and I didn't have anything to really promote. So I just mm-hmm. thought, you know what? I'll do it at the end of the year when I have something. And so I put it off, and now yeah. I just really regret it because I actually asked if I could do the show and then by the time they were shooting again I didn't have any so I'm yeah. so bummed that Well that's I didn't a good lesson for us all. I mean don't put stuff like that off. Yeah. So you know? h- how was it? Was it awesome doing It was great. Show? She was look, I respect her. Uh I think she's great. I treated her with a lot of reverence. She in turn was very nice to me and everyone said that she took a spark to me. Oh. And uh really liked what I was talking about. Um I haven't watched the episode um because I, I the day it came out I looked at the YouTube link and I saw the very first comment was, "Boy, this guy is boring." She <laughs> she sure was 
she sure needed to like stretch to find anything interesting about him. And I went, oh, well, maybe I didn't do a good job. And then I heard from like countless people like, wow, that was really, really funny. So maybe it's funny. Oh, maybe that uh-huh. one dude's right. I have no idea. But she was great. She was. I'm going to go with the YouTube commenter on this one. <laughs> hey, I don't blame you. Judging by your long monologue about your first impressions of. Anyway, I think that uh, she was fucking awesome, and I'm. She was great. I'm so bummed that I didn't do that. But was it fun? You actually get into bed with her. Right? You get into bed. You actually went out to. It was either her house or Melissa's house. I'm not sure. I think it was Melissa's. It was Melissa's. Okay, they take. What's the, the address? Uh, yeah, one one two two Boogie Woogie Avenue. Two, two, up your butt with a coconut. Up your butt with a Connecticut. I'm sorry, Connecticut. And uh, what's the zip code? Uh, sixty nine, sixty nine, six point nine. And did you say it was um, Beaver Lane? <laughs> yeah, I did. And what's the? Is it Vagina Sukasa? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Well, back to musical guest, yeah. a flying horse. <laughs> Is that the name of a band? <laughs> no, he's Wait. literally talking about one flying horse. What? What's the name of that band? The Kisses? Oh, oh, yeah. Let's say, I mean, hey, let's. Musical guest. The Vicious Kisses. Um. Yeah. R.I.P. Don Pardo. We've been talking about it for a couple of weeks on Comedy Bang Bang. Oh, yeah. But uh, uh, super, a super talent. Yeah. Amazing. What a career. Didn't he record a lot of those in his house in Arizona? He did recently, from what I understand. I have no actual knowledge of it other than it's just what I've such read. a bummer. What are they going to do? Well, you know, and if you don't, if you already listen to Comedy Bang Bang, I apologize for repeating it. But we were saying that he's recorded. 40 years of names. Right. SNL should just cast people with those names already. Right. And they can be any combination. I mean, from hosts to, right. to you know, musical, musical guests. I wonder if the combination Scott Ackerman is in there somewhere. Somewhere. Um, I mean, he's probably said Scott somewhere. So you're yeah. covered. And you know he said Adam. Really? When Adam Baldwin hosted. <laughs> That's right. That was a great app. That was a great app. Do you remember when Francis Ford Coppola directed an episode? No, he did. George Went was the host. George Went. And directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Really? Yes. Was Seth and Amy? Yeah. Yeah. And he came out, I remember he came out and the camera angle was like, way down below George went so you're like looking up at him and it was in black and white that's a good view it was it was really <laughs> beautiful that's the way to look at that man <laughs> um no but I think you know just if you're out there and you have a name that's been said on that show I mean that's I think actually you're a good in. idea you know like if your name is Nazim Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> you're in there you go that's cool <laughs> Carmen Sands. <laughs> um, Carmen the band, of course, not uh, Carmen Miranda. Anyway, but there was a big writing campaign of, hey, who would you like to be on the show? And a lot of fans out there uh, sent, and it's a picture of, and it says like next week, and then it says the host and the musical guest. And it said, a lot of people sent this picture to SNL, host Adam Scott, musical guest, you too. 
So that's that's really cool that people were yeah, and there was a grassroots uh, sort of call for that. that. I don't know if I saw. You don't know if you saw it? Oh, it was everywhere. Hundreds of people sent it. Oh, that's so. I don't know if you got the call. Hate to put you on the spot. You know who's hosting the season premiere? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Did he take Bill Murray's place? I read. I don't know. Bill Murray was was. Uh, they put out a press release saying Bill Murray was hosting the season premiere oh, really? for the first time since 1999, and then like almost immediately they took it down and said Chris he, Pratt. He hasn't hosted since 1999. That's what I just said. Oh well, you said the season premiere for the first time since. Well, that's true. I guess you could get confused. We're like, oh, he hasn't hosted a season premiere since 1999. You'd have to be a fucking idiot. Well, so he was. He hosted for uh, the promotional duties for Rushmore, I believe. <laughs> Everybody's gonna be happy. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, yeah, so Pratt, that's awesome. But when yeah. are you, have you gotten the call? Is Has you 2 scheduled their date? What's going on? You 2 uh, It's weird that Bono didn't mention it in that letter he wrote. Um, they reached out to me, mm-hmm. and I reached back. Sure. And so we're just reaching back and forth, trying to figure it out. <laughs> kind of a reach-around yeah. situation? Yeah. I want you to do this. Oh, uh, well, um... Uh, when are you going to be in like a Chris Pratt thing, like that Guardians of the Galaxy? A Marvel movie? Yeah. I mean, Rudd's in one, Pratt's in one. Pratt's um, was so great in that movie. Mm-hmm. So great. Did you see it? Um, I'm going to wait till video. You're going to wait till it's on TV? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. going to wait till it's on KTLA. <laughs> Saturday night movie. In like literally in like nine years, <laughs> you'll see it. <laughs> um, no, it was great. Yeah. He was awesome. So good. Yeah. Uh, tell him to do my show. Has he never done? Uh, We've been waiting around. Now? We've been trying to schedule it. Oh. Like, give him a push. Yeah, sure. Give him a push. Um, I do want to check in with one last thing before we have to take a break. Okay. Where are you at with Harry Potter? Oh, uh, actually about three quarters of the way through the third book. Mm, my favorite one. Is it? Yes. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying it tremendously. It's and scarier. It's much more like I'm feeling like- Boo! Uh, <sighs> That's pretty scary what I just did. Yeah. I'm feeling like um, maybe we take a break for a couple of years before going to the fourth because it's starting to get- like, Too scary for them? For my son, yeah, because he's eight. He's about. He's almost eight, and the kids are now like fourteen. So I feel like we should probably wait and the let him catch up. The kids are. They start off in sixth grade, so they. This would be sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. Yeah. So, they, so I think yeah. Harry is thirteen in this book. Yeah, I. You know what? I, although kids like to read at a level above them of about no, five years for sure. But I would say. I would say. See you later, Cody. <laughs> Engineer Cody. Cody just, just took off. <laughs> what is this boring? Now it's just you and I in this. Okay, now that it's just you and me. Scott, okay, yeah, let's talk about this. What the fuck is going on with Cody? What the fuck is up with Cody? Did I you, don't. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't. Me neither. Do you understand? It's like he's sitting there, like he's on the controls, like he's in control of everything it's or like, something. Hey, man, I don't need Judge Judy sitting here at the end of the room no saying, shit. "Don't piss on my leg and tell me it's raining." Right? Oh, you got you got yourself a wooden leg. Oh, really? Why don't I start a fire and see how much you like dancing on the flames? Wait a minute, she has a wooden leg, Judge Judy. Yeah, yeah. She has a wooden leg? She has two wooden legs. She has two of them? Yeah. Where'd she keep them? 
She keeps him. Uh, and you have, you, have you ever watched Judge Judy? I mean, yeah, she's sitting down during most of it, as yeah, I recall. Yeah, but before she sits down, she walks in and the bailiff opens that briefcase and she takes out two legs, throws them on. Whoops, whoops. Yep. Wow. Amazing. I have not seen that. That's pretty crazy. And then the bailiff goes, Judge, the the plaintiff and the accuser are ready. <laughs> she goes, why don't you lick my pussy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder when Cody's going to come back. Um, but yeah, uh, Harry Potter is going well, and um, that's great. I mean, yeah, this book's really good. But yeah, the the, for, the fourth the on the prisoner of Azkaban, 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 prisoner of Azkaban, Azkaban, the prisoner of Azkaban, the prisoner of Azkaban, the prisoner of Azkaban, the prisoner of Azkaban. The prisoner of Azkaban! The prisoner of Azkaban! The prisoner of Azkaban! The, uh, mm, the, uh, the, uh, the prisoner of, uh, of, uh, Azkaban! And the prisoner of Azkaban! Oh, the prisoner of Azkaban, jolly good! The prisoner of Azkaban! Oh! The prisoner of Azkaban! Oh! Oh, The prisoner of Azkaban! The prisoner of Azkaban. The prisoner of Azkaban! The prisoner of Azkaban! The prisoner of Azkaban! The prisoner of Azkaban! Azkaban. The prisoner of Azkaban. The prisoner of Azkaban. Prisoner. Prisoner of Azkaban. Patsky. Popabidu. Why is he shoveliskers? Sono gare bare karumero, bare skure prisoner of Azkaban. Why is something solid? Hey, Shkalias. Oh, please don't. Hey, Shkalias, come here. I think that's enough. Okay. (laughs) Okay. We have to take a break. When we come back, we are going to be talking all you two all the time. We will be right back with you talking, you two to me. Hey everyone, Scott Ackerman here, and I want to let everyone know that my ex-girlfriend, Kulop, who I had to break up with her in order to marry her, uh, she is in the final days of her Indiegogo campaign to complete her documentary origin story. Uh, This is a really wonderful film, uh, and there's some great perks that you can get on the Indiegogo campaign. Uh, We just lowered... The amount of money that you have to put in in order to be on Comedy Bang Bang and say a line 
You'll get paid to be on the show as well. You'll probably even get some sweet zids, residuals. And uh, that has gone down to five grand. And, you know, maybe it's gone by now. Maybe it's not. But uh, snap it up. There's a lot of other great stuff. Uh, Lunch with Kulop and June Diane Raphael and uh, sitting in on it. How did this get made session? All sorts of stuff. You can go find it at originstorydoc.com. The doc doesn't stand for doctor. Welcome back to You Talking You 2 to Me. We are talking You 2 exclusively on this show. And you can tell because we are playing a U2 song currently. Yeah, that's how committed we are. By the way, I want to thank Bernard Shakey. Bernard Shakey uh, made a pretty cool cover for this podcast. He was assuming it would come out. And I don't know if you saw this, Adam, but I'm going to show it to you. This was the cover art he made for the podcast. Wow. It is That's really cool. It is a sort of take on the new U2 record cover, which is a white label cover. Um, the U2 cover has U2 just stamped on a white label, um, but he, he made it so it was stamped U-T-U-2-T-M. That's um, awesome. And then instead of... Uh, Instead of what does it say? CD? What is it, where is it? No, it says LP in a circle written on it. He put EP seventeen, EP seventeen. Um, yes, you two. We're talking about them this episode because they put out a record, "Songs of Incontinence," uh, uh, yesterday. So, what songs this? of innocence? What? Yeah, songs of innocence. Wait, what? It's it's not songs of incontinence on incontinence. It's songs of innocence, uh, Scott. Yeah, really? yeah. you I, must have thought that was an insane uh, title for the album. I kind of thought it was. I mean, it's I mean, it's strange. Definitely. I mean, you're right. Yeah, innocence, innocence, Scott. Oh my gosh. Okay, I gotta. I guess I got to re-examine this record. By the way, speaking of weird titles, um, do you mind if I read these tweets from you? Or not tweets, these texts from you that you sent? Let me All right, you, you look at those. I wanted to post these, but I wanted to ask you if we could first. When was this? <laughs> it was a while ago. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All yeah. right, here we go. So Adam texts me. When was that? Uh, it was a little while ago, but not too long ago. But uh, Adam texts me, how crazy would it be if you two named their new album Finger in My Pussy? <laughs> and I wrote, I think there's a 99% chance they might. And then you wrote, I don't think they will. I said, you need to have hope. You wrote, fuck you. <laughs> And I said, hey, don't shoot the messenger. And you wrote, you're right. Sorry, bro. And I said, phew, that was a close one. You said, sure was. Holly weird, right? And I said, I prefer Holly wild. And you said, ha ha, you said it, not me. And I said, well, I typed it. And you said, that's what I meant, you fucker. And I wrote back in all caps, fuck you. (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, we have fun. That little, was, we spent some time doing that. That was almost like a mini up of the podcast. When when was that? I don't know. You can, how many times are you going to ask me? It. All right, I'll look at the date stamp. That was It doesn't say it literally does not say. Oh wait, wait, wait. August 2. Aug 2. Aug 2. And uh uh you know what's right above it? Did you see those? Those pics. We oh, texted yeah. each other. That that's why we were texting. We oh, sent each other pics. We finally got our We picks. finally got our pics of um ourselves and our wives with uh President Obama and Michelle Obama. Uh just these insane pics. I haven't posted mine to any kind of social media of you kept no, yours private. Yeah. yeah, they're they're private pics, but uh Kulop looks, as she put it, insane. <laughs> and uh, well, we were all freaked out. We were freaking out, and we were recording a, a mini up of the podcast we right before were. The, <laughs> those like picks. seconds before those <laughs> yeah. picks were taken. Uh, speaking of mini eps, I think it's time for a mini up of I Love Films. All right, Adam, what have you seen since June? Are you going to introduce the podcast? Oh, sorry. Hey, it's welcome to another episode of I Love Films. This is Scott. And this is Scott. And we're talking about films here, and we're talking about good films. Scott, can I interrupt you for a second? Hey, I wasn't talking anymore, but feel free to talk. I just want to say I love films. You know what? I love them too. Uh, I love them. Yeah, me too. I just love watching them. I, you know what? I think that uh, as many frames as you can fit in per second, <laughs> I'll watch them. Whatever it is. Well, hey, fifty, a yeah. hundred. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Three thousand frames. Sure. Give them to me. Great. I'll, I'll take them. Take them. I'll uh, eat every them up single like one a of breakfast them. Breakfast. Scott, have you seen any uh, films lately? Well, to be honest, I don't care much for the summer fair well, the big blockbusters and such hey pew 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 I you know. know what i'm not interested in robots thank yeah. you it, big explosions and stuff <laughs> no thank you you know every once in a while i like a good popcorn movie i'm oh, not sure. gonna lie i mean i like popcorn i hmm. like sitting down in a theater throwing back some corn and uh and having a good laugh or maybe even, you know, seeing some some stuff blow up, maybe a car chase or yeah, two. Yeah, maybe like a big robot trying to look for the AllSpark. But by the end of the summer, I'm just like, enough. Enough already. I've seen every single movie that's come out. Bring on some stories about people. Yes. You know? Thank you. People fighting aliens and robots. Exactly. Yes. I want... Movies about people chasing other people, shooting at them with guns, and jumping off of buildings and landing on a moving airplane and going up and pulling you, out more guns and, and you blowing know what? shit up. Make some of those guns laser guns. Laser guns. Thank you, Hollywood Studios. Oh, boy. Anyway, this has been an episode of I Love Films. <laughs> Okay. Good app. Great app. Um, Great bit. So, wait, is it time for an episode of Great Bits? I think so. Ah, that was a good bit. Yeah. Yeah. Great bit. <laughs> Do we end it? <laughs> I guess yeah. so. 
All right. Okay. Great bit. Great bit. Great bit. Um, so, yeah. Were you watching the Apple uh, conference live? You know I was because we were texting each other. But I didn't know you were. Well, no, I asked you if I if you were, so I guess I didn't say I am. Okay, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I was. Okay. I um, like I said yesterday, Tuesday, um, I I barely had anything going on. It was the day before we started shooting, and I had sort of an off day, even right. though I went into work for three hours. Yeah, boy. But um, I I barely had anything to do, and it just fit right in that slot of time in between when I had to go to work and right before it, I was just pumping iron. Yeah. Just like bench pressing. Pushing out a set or two. Ooh, look at these. I was, I was, were you talking about your muscles? These? (laughs) Yeah, these. I was on the plane. (laughs) That's a weightlifter character that I'm doing. Ooh, look at these. I was on a plane and I, um, I uh, got the Wi-Fi on the plane. You know, every once in a while on the plane, they'll have Wi-Fi. Every once in a rare while. So you can connect. Uh, you're 3,000 feet up in the air, and you can connect on the internet. Remember when you were on a plane, you used to have to plug in a plug in order to get ki- – back in the oh, 60s? God. To get the internet? To get the internet. You I were know. in the aviator. You remember. Yeah. yeah. In the 1940s, in order to get internet service – that's exactly right. You had Three to plug plugs. it right into your plug computer. Plug it in, plug it in. Not so now. I was trying to get the Apple thing. And so I would get like four seconds at a time of Why well, I gotta tell you, that's about all most people got. Yeah, it wasn't great. It right? was not great. Let's talk about it. Okay, what happened was uh, yesterday, Tuesday, Apple, who make products like the iPhone. Yeah, the iPad. The I don't know anymore. Exactly. So many devices, so little time. I don't get it. It's like a maxi uh, iPod or mini iPad. Like what's, you know, when do they Benjamin Button and meet in the middle? Exactly. Anyway, but uh, they had a big conference and uh, rumors were abound that you two were playing. We had heard these rumors about a week in advance and we said, we checked in with each other and said, hey, something's happening with you two. Yeah. We need to watch this thing. We need to be ready to record. Yeah. Um, so I was and watching we, it live. We, we figured they were going to release their a single, single and then like announce a date for their album. Also, there was talk that the album would be preloaded onto every new iPhone. So that's right. kind of what I thought was going to happen was like a week from now or two weeks from now, whenever the new iPhones come out, then we would hear the new record. Yeah, or there would be like an app you could download. There's and, an app for that. And that would have a uh, the album on it, like sure. Jay-Z did. Like Jay-Z did. But we, I quite frankly was semi-flabbergasted that they released the whole thing right then. Right. I was not ready for it. And I, for free. And for, for, for free. But let's talk about exactly what happened because uh, – uh, maybe people weren't following it. So uh, people came out. They talked about the new iPhones. Mm-hmm. Then they talked about these watches that they're trying to sell, these Apple yeah. watches. What do you yeah. think about this? The watches? The watches. I want one. You do want one? Yeah. I kind of want one just because I'm like I want to show off that I'm like a rich asshole. Right. Yeah. 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 Good. Maybe one for both wrists. Yeah. I want I want to make them kiss. I want 12 for each arm. <laughs> but I do I, – I think it's – it's uh, it it's cool. I, I think it looked ne- uh, like a cool little thing. I want what one. I can't figure out is like, what does it do that your phone doesn't do? Nothing, right? Right, but 
we said the same thing about the iPad, and now I use it every single day, and I love it more than anything in the world. Even your children? Yes. Wow. That's saying something. No, but that's the way everyone feels about their iPad. And their children. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so then they talked about this, and then all of a sudden, uh, Tim Cook, who, you know what? It's like, change your name. I think you're a cook. Right. Every he, time every time they say Tim Cook, I'm like, oh, yeah. Ooh, well, I'm I'll getting t- hungry. Can I get some lasagna, please? Yeah, uh, hey, uh, eggs medium, please? Yeah. Oh, hamburgers. Yeah, that does sound good. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Tim Cook. It's like, I can't eat an iPhone. No. Although, gosh darn it, I have tried. And sometimes if I get a photograph of... of uh, of of food on my iPhone, mm-hmm. it's such it's so realistic looking because the camera's so damn good. I try to bite it, and hey, it's just a piece of it's a little computer in my mouth. I've broken all of my teeth. Me too. To eat Every my single iPhone. tooth. Every single tooth. Did you try to sue Tim Cook? I did. Me I was too. Like, hey, pal, change your name, or else I'm gonna sue you. Yep. My dad's a lawyer. He ignored me. He did. Yeah. Um, but this guy comes out and he goes, hey, um, well, we got something else going on and uh, people are setting up instruments behind him. Yep. Oh, by the way, before that, the live stream's terrible. Okay. Uh, if you're watching it live, because I was awful. on the plane. so I Okay. I don't know if they fixed it from the recorded version that you watched, but every probably 10 seconds, it went out and went to color bars. Why the fuck was that happening? It was That's crazy. crazy. It was nuts. They started it. The guy walked out on stage. Tim Cook walks out on stage. Color bars. You got to refresh. Then all of a sudden, it's like access denied. They had no Ugh. servers. I don't know what was happening. And then, not only that, anytime you were watching for the first 45 minutes, it's incredible. There is a woman speaking loud Cantonese over the entire oh, thing. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. It, was hilarious. that in the recorded version that you saw, or did they t- get rid of it? No, it's it's all good. It's per- you can watch the whole thing Yeah, now. about halfway through, all of a sudden, someone went, hey, maybe we should check in on reaction to this yeah. live stream we're giving. And someone went, oh, everyone can still hear the Cantonese? So at the end, by the time you 2 came out, was it still? It was fixed, actually, by then. I w- so yeah. there was no Cantonese, and there was no color No bars. Cantonese, and the live stream stream was good. They, right. Whatever they did, whatever switches they flipped, yeah. you know, they, they finally did it. So everything was- It's was, all tape. It's all tapes yeah. rolling in Reel to reels. Yep. Um, so they say, hey, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if he said ladies and gentlemen. Maybe. Maybe he did. Would have been polite, quite yeah. honestly, if he had. Um, welcome, you 2 I don't think he said playing their new singular. He just said, you 2 is here or something to help us. Yeah, he said- um, Ten years ago, he referenced the Vertigo commercial from ten years ago. The Vertigo iPod, yeah, and said my favorite iPod. And he said, uh, "Ladies and gentlemen, you too, or something you too." Like okay, you too comes out, and we hear the uh, sounds of their new single, which sounds like this. Now I remember on the plane, I got the last. It was like the last minute of the song I I just heard this part the oh well and I was like wow that sounds crazy and then it stopped I got like four seconds of it um yeah I what was your impression of the performance this is the first time we're hearing this new song right had you heard the new song when you went back and watched it, had you listened to the you'd listen yeah, to the record? I'd oh, listen okay. to the album. So, so you and I had very different experiences yes. because I was hearing the song for the first time right. and hearing it in a live setting. Yeah. So, what did you think? I was underwhelmed. Uh-huh. I didn't. I I thought it was. 
I, I thought it was kind of shruggable. Uh-huh. I thought it was um, – it didn't sound that great to me. It sounded just kind of – you know what? It, it doesn't sound bad. It sounded just kind of plain, like right. rock music. Yeah. Rock music. Right. Rock music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it was just okay, and I kind of went, well – I'm not crazy about it. Like, if that's all it was, if we were just getting a single again. And if we were just getting that performance of the single, it kind of would have been like, well, I don't know but what But even think. if it was like, okay, now the single's available right. on iTunes. Like they did with Invisible. Right. Yeah. You'd be like, okay, I'll download it, but you wouldn't have been psyched. I wouldn't have been psyched. Yeah. I got to say, Invisible, I think, is a way better song. Um, Still? I love I wa- we haven't talked about this. I walk around singing Invisible yeah, all the time. me too. It's been, actually, I've been listening to it lately, and I, I think it's great, too. It is such a good melody. I yeah. sing it all the time. Yeah. It's really, it's one of those things that I just find eminently hummable. But I have to say, today I listened to Miracle a bunch of times, mm-hmm. and... Uh, now I'm humming this new yeah, song. It's really good. It is really good, but what what is it about it? And I know we're getting into talking about the album, but that's okay. What is it about it that uh, is not good? Like, gives well, you a not good feeling? I don't know. The, that four-second bit, I hear, because here's what, what happened to me. The plane, we were starting to come in for a landing. Yeah, and I... Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching Los Angeles. Weather is pretty clear, 33 degrees. We, uh... So... Uh, 73 degrees. We're uh, coming in. Uh, really I... appreciate you flying with us. Excuse uh, me. Who are you? Oh, I'm Captain Steubing. Who, who are you? <laughs> Captain Steubing? Yeah, that's my name. What's your name? Yeah, I'm Captain Pussyfart, and I am Pussy the captain fart. of this. That's impossible. I'm sitting here. I don't. I'm oh, sitting wait. here. I have a co-pilot. What? Hey. Oh, hi. you're to my right. How's it going? Hi, are you Captain Stubing? Yeah, are you Captain Pussyfart? I'm Captain Pussyfart. Are you Captain Stubing? I am Captain Stubing. I used to work on a boat. Now I'm flying planes. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. Well, thanks for being on my plane. No problem. Oh, no, we forgot we're landing. Ah! So, yeah, you're on was this Was that plane. an episode of Good Bits? <laughs> I think that was an episode realize? of Great Bits. <laughs> oh, Great Bits? Great. So I s- hear that like four ice, seconds. Ice baby. And it was that that kind of chorus part with the, oh. Uh, yeah, let's And hear there it was again. something like so familiar about it mm-hmm. that I was, my immediate reaction was, oh, that's all they're doing? Um, it didn't sound like a new sound or anything. But mm-hmm. I think for them... It's a good choice for just a first impression for the general public. As far as the sound goes, it's... See, I think this sounds great. It, You know what? The more I listen... And I listened to it on a big stereo yeah, yesterday. Yeah, um, There's a lot of really cool, like, nuance in it. Yeah. I think, which is really Especially cool. Especially the studio version. Yeah, yeah the studio version. Um, something about it seems like a big, dumb rock song. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I don't know. It, but not in the way that Vertigo was... Vertigo was like, this is a stupid yeah. song. Yeah. Yeah. They were just like basically shaking you and going, yeah. we're doing something stupid yeah. right now. Yeah. This is just more like, like I like the lyrics a yeah, lot. Yeah, me too. It's, uh, we're talking about, of course, the song The Miracle, and the pr- parenthetical is 
of Joey Ramone. The Miracle of Joey Ramone is the song title. And what he's talking about is he's talking about uh, when he and The Edge were kids, basically 12, 13, somewhere around that. Um, they heard and Larry, Larry Mullen Jr. Was Larry there as well? Yeah, the, the four of them went Larry to see the Larry Mullen Sr.'s son? Yeah, Larry Mullen Jr. Was the there? drummer. Wait, by the way, we need to go into yeah, the we names. Haven't we haven't talked through. about this. We have um, Bonobos is the lead singer. Bonobos. We have Fedge. Fedge. He plays uh, guitar in U2. Does he? Wait, yeah. Get- in U2. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, we have Larry Mullen Sr.'s son. Yes. he He's the drummer in, wait a second, uh, U2. U2. And then we have Adam Clay, 2,000 pounds. And he, let me check here for a sec. Uh, he plays bass guitar uh, in bass git fiddle. The, the band... One second, you uh, too. You too. Okay, so we got the members. So there, and good. all four of those guys are in the band. One second here, you. Uh, Sorry, one sec. Two. You too. You too. Yeah, Great. they're all in the band. Are they original members or are they still one in? One second. Uh, Bono. Bono. Uh, Bonobos is the lead singer. Let's see here. Uh, Fedge. Guitar. Uh, Adam Clay, 2,000 pounds. Uh, bass guitar. And uh, Larry Mullen, senior uh, son. Drums. Uh, one second, please. Sorry. Uh, yeah, original members of uh, you. One second. Uh, sorry. Two, you two, the wow. band. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so there are the members. By the way, here's the breakdown. I want to turn it up just a little bit. See, this is good. They're doing like an Adam and the Ants kind of thing yeah. here, and Queen too. I think it's a good melody too, and I kind of respect it is a good melody. I am for pushing it, it as a single because it's it's a real grower as far as the melody Not goes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, but we were saying what it's about. It's about those three guys. They uh, four guys. Oh well, all four of them were at this gig. Yeah, Larry Mullen Jr., Adam Clayton, The Edge, and Bono. <laughs> so they they snuck into this Ramon show when yes. they were young. Uh, they didn't know what they wanted to do, and the song is basically about how thunderstruck they all were of like, oh, that's how you do it. Yeah. And what I what I like about it is if you told me a week ago. That hey, uh, the new U two song is called "The Miracle of Joey Ramone." Right, I would have said, Ugh, right, no, right, because it would have sounded to me like other songs that they've put out where it's like Bono comes up with a subject and tries to do almost like a rock and roll Hall of Fame induction speech, where yeah. he just like he tries to say what what Joey Ramone means to the world yeah. and what he accomplished. And this is just like it's a very personal story of yeah. hey, we went to go see this guy, and it made me really reevaluate, reevaluate, reevaluate. What you the okay? fuck am I trying? Are you all right? Re- Bertation, reevaluate a worthy, a worthy, a Cody. Do you have the uh, defibrillator? A worthy, a, a worthy up. Okay, hold on. A Lie him down. Up. Lie him down. A worthy up. <laughs> worthy up. <laughs> 
God, you didn't say clear. Are you all right? Oh, sorry. Cody, are you clear. all right? No. It's too late. Cody's down. Cody, defibrillate him. Here, here we go. You didn't say clear. Oh, no, Adam's down. <laughs> Cody, defibrillate him. Clear? <laughs> Cody. Great bit. Great bit. That truly was an episode of Great Bits. Um, no, but it's it's, it's just very personal. It's very it's a personal. Very it's narrow... just about how he reevaluated his life, yeah, and how much of his life has been really great because of that one chance day yes. that they went to go see. There's a lyric in there about like I've gotten so many things I don't deserve, I don't deserve. which I think is cool. And I um, think the this the narrow um, scope of the subject of what they're singing about. It's just infused with so much energy from mm-hmm. all of them. And it's something that I feel runs through the whole album of just – it's just injected with so much energy. I think energy equals MC squared Absolutely. as far as I'm concerned. But it's something immediately the whole album, it's like I now realize what was missing from the last album, mm-hmm. which is just – I mean, the last album now sounds like it was made by like – Computers, seventy-year-olds, <laughs> right, or something like this is. There's so much life in this album, right? We'll talk about the whole album, um, but this song second. is a great kickoff, I think. And yeah, it, it it didn't sound like it when they played, and it didn't sound that great. I think. I think. Yeah. I think the live version of it leaves for some reason it left something to be desired. I don't yeah. know why, but they played it, and then Tim Cook came out, and I don't know whether this was in the version you saw, the edited version, but he came out and he goes over to Thedge. And he goes, man, you guys are fucking great. No, he said frickin' great. Uh, really? He with did Seth on the Amy? one I watched With last Seth night. and Amy? Wait, really with Seth and Amy? Do you ever say that to Amy? All the time. <laughs> That's great. All the time. That's great. Uh, no, he said frickin'. I don't know. Which is much more like... Apple executive. I look. Yeah, that's true. I did look it up though, and there were several blogs saying, he "Oh, said really? Fucking so." I don't know. We'll oh, never know. Well, but maybe I did. I like to think that he's just this dude who's on one of the biggest events of his career, where he's got to sell these watches, yeah. and he's out there just going, "You guys are fucking great." Yeah. Um, and then he and Bono started this. Yeah, this thing. Like okay, this bit. It was. It was an episode of Great Bits, by the way. It was. Yeah, it really was. And. Uh, did yeah. they play the theme, the Great Bits theme They never song played they it, did? but they, they needed to. Where they started talking, he's like, wasn't that a great single, everybody? Wasn't that the best single you've, you've ever, ever heard? heard yeah. Everyone cheers. Yeah. And then he says, I wish we could get a whole album of that. And then Bono says, oh, well, we got one, bro. Yeah. He was like, we... Everyone's saying we haven't made an album in so long. The, the thing is, we've made several. We just haven't released them. Mm-hmm. He goes, and then Tim Cook goes, well, can we put it out? Yeah. And Bono said, uh, hey, you know what? You have so many iTunes subscribers. I think, is it 500? Million. Million. Okay. You have 500 million iTunes subscribers. Wouldn't it be great if you sent it to every single one? Yeah. Tim Cook goes, well, it would have to be for free. Yeah. And Bono then, which I think he went off script. What do you think about this? But he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, you have to pay you us. You have to pay us for yeah. it for it. Because I'm not into this whole music is free thing. Yeah. Which I, I feel like 
it's a weird time to get that in there, but I, I think, and I've seen him say it in a few interviews yeah. since. I think it's an important distinction for him saying, hey, we're not devaluing our music, saying we're just giving it to whoever wants yeah. it. Like they're paying it. It for is us. interesting that he's made that point a few times. And I think it's commendable that he has because I think he's also saying, let's not just start assuming that everyone needs to give their music away. Yeah. He's made a point of saying Apple paid us for this because they're, you know, people who aren't as successful as you two that need to sell their music to well, make a living. Look, I mean, not only make a living, but I think you two out of anyone probably spent millions oh, on this absolutely. record. I mean, they fuck around more than anyone in yeah. the studio. Yeah. I think like a smaller band Studios are expensive, but a smaller band can, you know, put out a record for twenty five grand or right. something. You two probably spent millions, but I, I want to ask you about this. How much do you think they actually paid? The, the number probably will come out. I was wondering that too, um, because look, here here are the numbers. If they just put out the record, yeah, and people actually paid for it, yeah. which a lot of people don't. First week sales are maybe a hundred and fifty thousand, probably something like that. Something like that. Uh, because I think No Line on the Horizon was like 300000 and you can assume that it would be it's cut halved. in half because yeah, people just don't buy music as much anymore. But also you think about – I bet Apple had to project like how much money would this album make if it came out. Let's assume worldwide it would sell $4 Because what did No Line on the Horizon? $5 million worldwide, and that I was a flop. look that up. $4 million, $5 million. It was um, $1.1 in the U.S. Um, but yeah, you're right. Worldwide, it uh, they'd have to think about that. But, I, but there's other things to factor in. I would imagine it was a part of a larger deal. Like they and you two are now in like, it sounds like they're in a deal for a few years. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I wanted to really, really talk about. Okay. So they can't just be like, oh, we'll pay you whatever you would have made off this record. Because basically they're doing so much promotion for you too. Right. You two should be paying them in a way. Right. Like they put out this big you two basically commercial. Right. They paid for it. Commercials are very expensive. Right. It was it's like a video. Right. And they're airing it on the air all the time of like, hey, new U2 record, new right. U2 record, which is basically an advertisement for go see U2 when they come out. Right. It's an advertisement for like U2 the brand. Yeah. So in a way, Apple's like paying for all of that and bankrolling the new U2 thing right. in the same way I think the Bank of America bankrolled the Invisible song uh -huh. to the tune of $2 million. Yeah. So I don't think that they paid them like market value on the record because they're paying so much more. And what does U2 basically give them? U2 gives them a little bit of street cred. Well, I think also U2 is going to add – because Beats is another thing like the album's going to be on Beats – uh, music. What do, what do you like? Beats the the vegetable, right? Okay. Um, so they're kind of they're going to be. I mean, I think U two is just going to be integrated into iTunes and Apple products over the next couple of years. So, which is seems like it benefits U two more than it benefits I, Apple. I don't know. I mean, maybe it brings more people to. I would just assume. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, Maybe people are buying because when they did the the iPod, the Vertigo iPod ten years ago, that brought a lot of people to go yeah. buy the iPod. People were like, "Ooh, this iPod is cool." Yeah. I don't think Apple needs you too anymore. I don't know. So I wonder what the economics are. Yeah, I don't know, but I I don't know. 
What do you think about because then they they explained that the album they're like in five seconds. In five seconds, everyone's going to get it. And and I'm there at home, like live, going. So what did you do? I I went to. They said everyone will have it in their library in five seconds. Yeah. So I, I first went to my library under U2. Yeah. Was not there. Right. I then went to the iTunes store. Nowhere to be found. Right. And I started going, well, where is it? Yeah. You said five seconds. Everyone's going to have it. And they they should have explained a little better. I yeah. still think they should explain it better. Why don't you and I do it? Because here's what you need to do. You need to go into purchased. You need to go to the iTunes yeah. library under purchased and it's just sitting there for free, and you need to just pr- click on the thing that downloads it. Be- unless you have a thing that automatically downloads purchase right. stuff. Unless you've, you've checked, checked that, that box, thing. Yeah, which you- I did. Okay, great. But still, I land- the plane landed, and I saw that the album was released for free. So I just go to iTunes and searched U2, and there the album was. It wasn't up for like a good half an hour, hour Right, or it wasn't. Like I had to search U2, right. found it, downloaded it. Even I, I, w- I was searching you too, and it wasn't up there. When, yeah. When they oh, first really? Said it was. Yeah. Because I didn't know yet about the. Th- I thought it was just up on iTunes for free. I didn't know they were already putting it in everyone's library. Right. Which that's what we she should said. talk about for a second. Putting it in everyone's library. Yeah. yeah. She said that. Um, hey, I want to put this in your library. So she said that, bro. Who who said that? So to my she or. did. Um, so what do you? How do you feel about that? Because a lot of people are like, "That's so spooky! It's so weird." What do you think spooky. about that? About just spooky, putting right? it into everyone's library? Well, Andy Richter had a funny tweet today of they should have called the album "Spam," which right. is it, it's like something in your spam filter, right, uh, or folder. It's, I mean, it's. I thought it was just perfect. It's the perfect YouTube. It's the move. most YouTube thing it's, they could have done. It really is. It's so YouTube. Yeah, we've talked it's about it. It's the pushiest thing yeah. they could have done. And they were just like, it's the bit they said it's the biggest album release in history. Five hundred million people right. have the record. And Bono was like, We want everyone to hear this record. Yeah. It's the it's so you two. We've talked talked about it on this show about what is their obsession now with we have to break records. We have to yeah. do things bigger yeah. than anyone has ever done yeah. it. Before I uh, and they did something that none of us ever even imagined someone would do, which right. is insert their album into 500 million people's lives, <laughs> yeah. whether they want it or not. Whether they want it or it's, not, I just thought it was. I just think it's brilliant, and it's it's like, oh, of course they would figure out because it's like, okay, their last album didn't do that well. They were on a two year tour, which is the biggest tour of all time, mm-hmm. going out there every night. And they would play – by the end of the tour, they're only playing like three of their new songs a night and mm-hmm. no one gave a shit. And no They were one probably like, this – we can't let that happen We can't. Ever there is again. nothing that we can – yeah, we, whatever we have to do, we just can't. And that so that can never happen again. So we need to give a – half a billion people our album and make sure they give a shit about this. Do you think the Invisible single – was their first attempt at that of like, okay, let's get Bank of America to give it away for free right? Uh, for $2 million. Right. Anyone can download it for free, and it's stiffed, kind of. It's stiffed. Not, well, it just didn't become a thing. It didn't become a thing, yeah. So, I mean, I think that they looked at that and went, whoa, because I think they were about to release the record then. Mm-hmm. 
and that maybe that didn't become a thing maybe. and they went fuck i wonder we how different to... the record would have been back then well we do because ryan tedder hadn't tink- tinkered with it yet yeah ryan tinker hadn't <laughs> tinkled tethered all over it <laughs> um we i mean i do want to talk about that a little bit because um uh there there supposedly is a new record out there that, that's supposed to come. Oh, songs of experience. Songs of experience. This one is songs of incontinence. No, innocence. It's oh, wait. Let me check my files. Innocence. Really? Yeah. It's songs of innocence. That's a totally different and then record. Than songs I... of incontinence is. It doesn't exist. All right. Well, he um, he hi- he he put out a, a, a letter on YouTube.com, and uh, first of all, here is. Just proof, absolute fucking proof that he listens to this show. Um, because who? Bono. Oh, okay. That he listens to our show. Because l- let's read this. He says, "Hello, remember us? Please to announce myself, Edge, Adam, and Larry have finally given birth to our new baby, Songs of Innocence. It's been a while." Oh, yeah. He said that. He says that in his thing. That's code to us, man. Yes, it is. It's a direct message to you and I. Bono, we're listening. We're here. Like, I can't believe you didn't mention T-shirts in that thing. (laughs) What the fuck is going on with the T-shirts? Why? Where are they? Um. But he he says at the end of this big long thing about what you know what he's doing and you know we're we're not sure free music is really that free it comes at a cost to the art form and the artist which has big implications um, so he he makes it clear that Apple bought it as a gift for all of us right. um, and that they're going to be doing cool stuff with Apple over the next few years and. Um, and then he says, uh, stay with us for songs of experience. It should be ready soon enough, although I know I've said that before. So he's hyping a new record, which he's done a lot of yeah. like companion records. They did the same thing when No Lie on the Horizon came yeah, out. Yeah, he's they like, said, oh, no, no, a new record's coming out yeah. after this, which which never came to pass. Right. But I think it might be true. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they've been. he's been talking about there being two records since like earlier this year. Because I think, and we haven't talked to, let's, you know what, let's take a break. Okay. When we come back, we will go a little more. Let's into, go into. The, let's go track by track. Because let's go track by track. Um, before we, can we just tease for a second? Overall, what, what's your feeling about this album? I want to do it after the break. Okay, let's do it on the other side. When we come back, we will go into songs <laughs> of incontinence. <laughs> Hey everybody, Scott Ackerman here again, hmm. and just want to let you know that season three of Comedy Bang Bang is starting back up again on your TV screens, October 17th, October 17th. We have some great guests this year for these 10 episodes. We already just uh, actually released the uh, people in the musical world who are going to be on the show. Uh, We have... Wayne Coyne of the Flaming Lips is on our Halloween show, which airs Halloween night. Uh, we have Future Islands. We have The National is on our season premiere on October 17th. We have The Vandals, 
Weird Al Yankovic, and The Lonely Island. They're all on the show this year, as well as uh, some great guests that we're going to be announcing soon. That starts on IFC Friday night, October 17th, 11 p.m., right before the birthday, boys. And that's going to be 10 episodes in a row. And then season four starts right up two weeks later, right after that. So uh, get ready to get some comedy bang bang in your eye holes and your ear holes and, quite frankly, your buttholes. Welcome back. You talking you two to me. This is Scott. Scott is across the table from me. This is Scott. Reunited. Feels so good. It does. I can't believe this, actually. I can't believe they put out that album. You did. And you know what? Everyone's saying you called it. Yeah, kind of. I mean, sort of. I mean, you basically read something on a website that said that they would probably pull a Beyonce no, and you repeated I, it on no, the show. No, that was an organic thought that I thought maybe they would go there. But it you know didn't what actually really happen that way. My dick. My dick is organic. Um, You did call it, though. I got to give it up to you. You said uh, they were going to pull a Beyonce and just all of a sudden put out a record, and we were, and it came to pass. But then they did something so even far crazier. Up, even crazier yeah. by giving it away for free and just putting it into everyone's phone and computer. Yeah. Hey, bro, check your pewts. <laughs> it's there. Check check your fion. <laughs> check, check your pewts. Uh, I just can't. It, it's It's so – it's still not – I haven't completely accepted that they not only <laughs> gave it away for free, but they just it's it's whether you wanted it or not, it's just, it's just everyone there. has that album now. Yeah. It's crazy. How many I people- mean, does it make the album less special if everyone just has it? I don't think so. No. I mean, I mean, they're looking to make a communal experience. Yeah. Like, that's what they've always been about is like, everyone knows all of our songs. Yeah. So now just everyone will know this song. But how many people are listening to it? That's I don't what know. I wonder. That's, but, and, and how do you quantify that? Like, does it count? Oh, does science. It, no, but does it count? Science. But does it count as, like, how do you measure? Doom, 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 doom. Uh, it's poetry in motion. I don't know that song. Does it count as album sold? I don't know that she song. She blinded me with science. Boop, boop, boop. She blinded me with science. I don't know that song. You never heard that song before? Yeah, I know that song. You know that song. Um, like, Dude, by the way, I read uh, recently a thing with Thomas Dolby, and I think – the guy who sang science. And you know how, how and Paula Tompkins and I have talked about this. You know how he goes, she blinded me yeah. with science? Yeah. This is the weirdest read. I think Thomas Dolby says he thought it was a weird read too and didn't like it. Yeah. And tried to coach the guy to do it differently. Yeah. And he was like, no, that's the way I do it. <laughs> and then it became this like interesting thing. <laughs> who cares? So Fuck you. like are they d- – are they just taking themselves out of the album sales? I don't game? think it counts. I think Prince tried to do this. He's the last one that game the system this way when he uh, No, but Jay-Z's did count. Did it really? When he No, yeah. no, I think Jay-Z's app sales yeah. didn't count. Did yeah, it? they did. They did? I think. But even regardless so. of all that, this is completely new. It's in everybody everyone has it. Mm-hmm. So it's not like 
I they're think counting that, it as 500 million copies were no, sold. It, it's technically not released. I think that's the difference. I right. think it's released in October when the physical release comes out, right. and they'll count it then. And here's a question. Where does it debut on the charts? Exactly. In October. Everyone already has it. Right. Maybe number one. Because it's not on the charts and even on iTunes. It's me, not, okay, so they yeah, iTunes, I don't believe they count free stuff on the charts because they don't want like someone giving away a single and then going to number one. Right. Right. Exactly. But, but again, it's, there's not been even a lot of free. It's just, it's just given to you. But there's been a lot of stuff over the years where like, if you sell something on Amazon for a dollar, a lot of people try to do that. Like Lady Gaga did that uh-huh. with one of her last records saying like they want to push it so that it gets to number one or sells a million the first week or some sort of sales thing. So they'll sell it for a dollar. Right. But I think they have to sell it for something. Huh. It's really weird. It's weird. Anyway, um, they – let's talk about the cover. Yeah. Which some people are saying isn't going to be the cover when the album is actually released. Maybe this maybe is just that's like a temporary. Thing. Maybe that's how they're trying to get you to buy the actual record. Maybe. You know, there's a deluxe version that's going to come out. Yeah, um, I'll definitely get that with like four bonus and boner tracks. Four boner tracks. Yeah, and then a 34 page booklet. Yeah, great. I'm going to read that every day of my goddamn life. Yeah, you probably will. You stupid. You're probably going to read it because you love you too so much. You're probably going to read it because you love your penis so much. And the uh, the whole book list is going to be pictures of your penis. Well, really? Yeah. How did you two – is this the cloud again? No wonder they're with Apple. Exactly. They got all your penis pictures. <laughs> but the cover that they released is pretty – I like it. I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. I mean um, it looks like nothing else out there. It's basically, as they put it, a white label record. Which has U2 stamped on it and then just uh, in marker LP on it. And then you see the label, a handwritten label through the hole in the record. Yeah. It's very striking. Doesn't look like anything out there. And more importantly to me, I think, goes back to the theme of the record. And let's talk about the theme of the record here. This is – some would call it – and they have even called it akin to Quadrophenia. But some would call it a concept album. On youth – on youth, exactly. Yeah. That a lot of the lyrics focus on stuff that they were going through when they were twelve years old, yeah, thirteen years old, hey, even fourteen years old, mm-hmm. uh, up to about twenty maybe. But it's 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 looking back at things retrospectively, yeah. But through the prism of them being fifty year olds yeah. now, you know, a lot have said, "Oh, looking back at youth through the eyes of fifty year olds who are who can't forget." what they've learned, yeah, which I think is interesting. But I, I, it's, it is a really interesting record because I don't think that it really holds together musically as much as it does thematically and mm-hmm. lyrically. I think it, it feels like an album. I know we talked about how I don't think that How to Dismantle feels like a, an album to me. It mm-hmm. feels like a bunch of collection uh, right. collection of songs. This is more cohesive to you. It is, but it feels like Atomic Bomb a little bit musically of it's like every song. Well, I guess maybe. Well, I think not. the second half, the more kind of rock half mm-hmm. feels Atomic Bomb. That feels Bomb-ish. like a different record to me than the first half. So what I'm trying to say is it doesn't like it, – it's not like I listen to this going, wow – 
one band may you know went into the studio, banged this out. They found their sound. Yeah, every song kind of sounds different. Uh-huh. But what's holding it together is the is theme. what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Although I I will say like. Okay, so it opens on the miracle of Joey Ramone, and then every breaking wave and California are both real poppy. Yeah, those really those sounded to me when I first heard them. I said, okay, this is the typical. This is what I expect from a U two record. Yeah, like poppy. Yeah, they sound good, but it there's an extra. Like, there's a new sound in there too. I think it's definitely. the Ryan Tedder kind of influence. definitely. There's bleeps and bloops and stuff that we, we haven't heard before, which I I really like. Like, let's it, hear a little bit of every breaking yeah. wave. It's produced definitely differently, but yeah. it's it's something where the first three or four, even five songs, I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of what I thought the U2 record would be like. Okay. Um, this is the second song, Every Breaking Wave. I, I just didn't know how they would negotiate that modern pop sound into their stuff. And kind of like with Octoon Baby and Pop. Octoon Baby! Octoon Baby! When they had like when they had like dance music influenced mm-hmm. in there and kind of new sort of Manchester sound kind of in there, I was like not into dance music at all, so I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. But they took it and put it into their sort of songcraft, and I really loved it. Similarly, I feel like that kind of modern pop sound sound that I don't always like very much. Mm-hmm. They've harnessed it and used it in such a way that I think is great and it's all really earwormy and catchy but they've used it in a really quality way and yeah put it a lot of modern production techniques that they haven't used in a long time yeah, that old sourpuss would be no part of right that's why the last album now sounds so sluggish because it just sounds like rock dad rock yeah mm-hmm. so like so this is just so like i said like it's such an this song, the chorus is so catchy. That said, I I do. I guess my point is, yeah, I was like, oh, some new sounds. But but what I guess what I'm trying to say is, the first five songs was kind of like, yeah, this is about kind of what I expected. Okay, you know, of like, yeah, catchy songs, and but they sound like songs. It doesn't really sound like you know a statement or an album or anything uh-huh. like that. Um. So, I mean, let's talk about generally what we think, because that kind of leads me into what go, I'm trying to say. Sure. Go to the next one, California. Well, let's not go to that yet. Let's okay. just talk generally about it, because I want, I want to go track by track okay. when we do it. Right. Okay. But um, halfway through, all of the su- or all of a sudden, by the way, a lot of people are saying, hey, why do you say all of the sudden? All of the sudden. Apparently, that's wrong. You say all of the sudden. All of the, all of the sudden. Because, and I, I was with my parents over the weekend, and I realized, oh, they say it, and that's why. Look- my parents were simple country folk. All right? Your parents say all of the sudden? Yes, which about, I would say, a third of the population does. I have never once heard anyone do that. Well, you know what? If you look it up online, there's a debate about what is right, what is wrong. And people go, all of the sudden, it doesn't make sense. Guess what else doesn't? All of a sudden. Just say suddenly. I'm going to look this up. Yeah, go ahead. Have a ball. Big wheel. Like a Georgia cotton wheel. Okay, I put in all of the, and all of the sudden doesn't even come up Bullshit. from Google. Bullshit, bullshit. Oh, okay, all of the sudden or all of a sudden yeah. is a debate. 
is a debate. And yeah, all of the sudden is wrong. But you know, like those things According like- According to Google, it should be all of the sudden, though 22 million results say otherwise. Which one is correct? Yeah. Here's my point. When you say I could care less, that literally doesn't make sense. Because you're no, saying you're supposed to say couldn't. I, I couldn't. Care I couldn't less. because you're saying I could not care less. But it's become so fashionable to say I could care less that it's almost becoming right. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it doesn't make neither makes any sense. No, they're gibberish words. Yeah, who gives why? A shit? Why are you popping my stones about it? Don't oh, pop my stones. You know what? It's time for an episode of you popping my stones. Oh. Yeah. Hey, welcome hey. to You Popping My Stones. Hey. I'm your host, Scott. And this is Scott. Hey, Scott. Yeah. You popping my stones? Whoa, I got one question for you. What? You popping my stones? Oh. oh. All right, good app. Great app. Great app. Okay. Anyway, so what was I trying to say? You were I don't saying. Even know where I was. You were just oh, kind of okay. saying the out. Suddenly. Halfway through. Yeah. Suddenly, halfway through, the record takes an abrupt turn. From kind of modern, this new take on what U2 yeah. could sound like. Yeah. With very little edge-sounding guitar, by the way. Yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty light on the kind of ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Um, all, fuck, I'm about to say it again. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, track six, Volcano, goes into basically for three songs – it sounds like it's 1980 again. Yeah, it sounds like boy. war or boy. It sounds like war or boy. Yeah. Three songs in a row. Yeah. And they're fucking really good. Great. They're so really good. good songs. And if they had put out the entire record like that, maybe I would have been happy. Maybe you would have been happy. I don't think the world would have cared. I think they needed this new type of song that they- I, I don't think a whole album of it is necessary or necessarily a mm-hmm. good idea, but- it's but awesome. it sounds great in the middle of this sounds record. Great, yeah. And then they go into some new sounding songs at the end. It's it's a really interesting album. I think I I do too. I think it's I, I love it. I mean, again, it's only been a it's been day one and day. And a half, so, but, but I th- I think it's I think it's really good. Me too. I'm like the only song that I feel isn't like reaching out and grabbing me and I can't really get into is Sleep Like a Baby Tonight. It's the I third. like that one. You I do? Like okay, I just need to listen to it I more. think this is where you can reach me now is one where I kind of zone out. Oh, that is my favorite. So, That's your favorite. Yeah. Okay, I'll re-listen to that one. Let's, but there's very little uh, bad Bono-isms. No, the lyrics are so good. The lyrics, like we are saying, they're all, and we'll talk about each song as we go along, but they're all about... Really personal stuff, which it seems like he's been trying to sing globally for so long. I know. It's that, great that it's just this, like, very personal. Yeah. And it, musically, it's every song is kind of different, and yeah. it's, and but somehow it holds together. I think it's it's really good. And I feel like Larry Mullen and Adam Clayton, the, the bass guitar player and the drummer, are, like, what are they right playing? up front. Uh, Adam Clayton plays... One second, one second, sorry. Bass, uh, guitar. Larry Mullen Sr.'s son plays, one second, I'm sorry. Senior son, wait, drums, 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 sorry, drums. He plays drums. Drums, uh, drums. U2. Drums. U2. Um, Drums. 
those guys, the rhythm section are like I haven't heard the right bass this loud in Me quite neither. a few records. It's awesome. Um, especially Volcano, which we'll talk about yeah. when we get to it. Okay, so we were playing every breaking wave. We've heard a lot of the miracle of, of Joy Ramone. Um, what do you think of every breaking wave? Every breaking wave sounds like, like I, a hit. It sounds like a hit. Like I say, it sounds like it doesn't sound unexpected to me. Where I'm like, like say with or without with or without you, where I went, well, that's interesting or yeah. that's new. Yeah, it just sounds like. Like kind of like oh yeah yeah that's a U two song I get it let's hear it again from the beginning here we go but it sounds really good and the melody yeah. is the melody is cool it's really good and and for me it's just like yeah U two is this band that should have hits because mm-hmm. they it write, sounds a little like with or without you it does top. but they write fucking great songs so yeah get Ryan Tedder like let's you guys should bring, have bring a hit Ryan. It's the lovable lads from Liverpool. Um, yeah, I really like it. And it takes those kind of production elements that bug me sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of modern shit you hear on the radio. Like what? What do you hate? Name like the biggest offender of what you hate about the radio. I'm trying to think because I don't... Because uh, like someone might chorus... want to guest star on Parks and Recreation? No, <laughs> the chorus... Like right here, how at the chorus it just gets incredibly busy. Yeah. Just a wall of production. Yeah. Sounds a little like Coldplay in a way. Yeah, a little. Which, by the way, it does. By the way, I got to say, and this is off topic, but, and the people who make fun of us for what this whole podcast is about, who hate you too and go, you have terrible musical taste. Look, I like a lot of stuff. Yeah. Coldplay's new record is really fucking good. Is it? It's really good. I I haven't listened to it that much. I I have been I've dipped in and out of Coldplay. I got like bad reviews and I really like the what's that song? There's Magic a- is as far as I'm concerned single of the year so far. Really? It is great. Um, and I say this unironically. I I they took their sound and which is what I sort of expected you two to do a little bit and did like all of a sudden they have songs that sound like Bon Iver and yeah uh, they just kind of took it into this new place where yeah. I was like that's not what Coldplay sounds like yeah but it does on this record anyway it's really check right, it out I'll listen, I, 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 I listened really to it a couple times and just kind of uh, didn't uh, call it magic anyway great song there's a song on there that I loved and I can't remember which one it was anyway was it my name is Adam Scott and I'm here to say it's fun yeah. to rock in a cold play way yeah that one um, so anyway those production elements that I find kind of annoying in modern pop I really love it here they've mm-hmm. used it really really well yeah this is a good song yeah that's a good song and then this song is fucking good too. okay let's talk about this this is track three it's just pure pop when i say there are very few annoying bonoisms uh-huh. we've talked about them over the previous episodes uh-huh. we have the song new york yeah we have the song is i feel like las vegas is one or is it what's the what's miami? on pop miami yeah uh when he talks about places i don't know why it bugs me also okay. stand up comedy is one that bugs me and we talked about this yeah i like that song if they came out with a song called parks and recreation yeah and they were like Leslie Nope is yeah. a woman. Like you'd kind of go, you know what? What are these guys yeah. who have nothing to do with Parks and I know exactly what you mean, but I don't feel like the song really does it. I think he kind We're of- We're talking, of course, about this song, California, um, which I kind of was like, 
when I saw that title, I went, oh, great. Here we go. Yeah. Well, here's a song about breaking waves. He's going to talk about sunshine. Like, the Hollywood sign. And- <laughs> yeah, he's going to talk about Spago. Right. <laughs> but it is, it's a song about the first time they, they as a band ever went to California yeah. and they were like, they stepped off the plane, as he says, and was like, wow, this is the most beautiful place we've ever seen. I don't know that it excuses it, it that much. I kind of... Because I really like this song. I wish they would have called it something else. Yeah. I wish they would have done one more pass on the lyrics and not made it about California. And especially, I got to say, the most egregious uh, U2-ism that's on the record is the very start of this song. And let's hear a little bit of it. And you okay. may like it. Okay. But it's something that kind of – by the way, that's Big Ben. They actually – that's why the record was so expensive. They went out to Big Ben. They recorded You it. mean when he just says California at the beginning of the – no, he's not saying California. Oh, this. Yeah. Barbara, Barbara, Santa, Barbara, ba, ba, Barbara. I don't, I don't mind this. I think it's a, it sounds cool. It's a Beach Boys inspired thing where yeah. they're trying to say ba, 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 ran. Yeah. They're trying to be like, hey, we're singing a song about California like the Beach Boys. So they go, Barbara, Barbara, they, Santa, Barbara. I don't know what it is about growing and, and, Going to Santa Barbara a lot. They're saying Santa Barbara? They're saying Santa Barbara. Oh. They're saying, Baba Barbara, Santa Barbara, Baba Barbara, Santa Barbara. What do you think now that you I, know that? I don't mind it. I think it sounds cool. I think it, they produced it in a way that it sounds cool. It's a cool intro to the it song. So, it sounds okay. I mean, I go back and forth. When I first heard it, I went, oh, Beach Boys thing. But they're saying... Barbara, Barbara, Santa Barbara. I just don't know. The jury's I thought they were out. saying, Baba Barbaran. Like the They're Beach not. Boys song. They're not. Do you, do you want to take a look at the digital yeah. booklet that comes with the record? Oh, does it say Santa Barbara on there? Yeah, here we go. Let's take we'll a look. We'll play the song. Well, hold on. Can I do fucking one thing at a time? Shithead. <laughs> I, the, and there it is, Big Ben. One last time. I'm looking at the lyrics. Barbara, comma, Santa Barbara. Uh, Barbara, comma, Santa Barbara. I don't care. I think it's Turn it up, cool. turn it up. Oh, yeah, they are doing that. Yeah, I don't know. I just... By the way, this song sounds and is produced exactly like No Cars Go by Arcade Fire. It does sound like No Cars Go. Where no cars go With a Yeah I, I hear a lot of Arcade Fire on this album actually You know what? I'd rather listen to an Arcade Fire record If I'm going to hear Arcade Fire No I, no, I, I think this this song's good, and and they avoid just like name checking shit. And they do name check Zuma. Yeah, I don't know, but, but they it, probably it is his person there. That's when the they thing; were it's his 20. personal experience, yeah. and and to the millions, if not billions, of people who don't live here. I think there's billions probably who don't live here in yeah, L.A. Billions. It probably sounds exotic. Yeah. It's like if if I went to Liverpool once yeah. and wrote a song about, like, Liverpool, I ate some liver and I sat in a pool. A lot of people would think that's glamorous. Yeah, they would be like, oh, my God, he's actually been there. 
Okay, so so, but this song, it, like, I, I think musically, I really like it, and he cuts the bar, bar, barbara, Santa Barbara shit yeah. immediately. I think it's really cool, and I think again, since it's so personal, it's hard to. As long as they're not doing something super stupid, it's like, yeah, you risk sounding dumb when you're putting out something so personal. But I buy it. I buy it because they're really it means something to them and yeah. so I buy it and and even though it sounds like Arcade Fire and No Cars Go I do like it yeah me too I mean the it's really catchy he, I have to say his melody game on this huh. record is tight it's tight and the singing sounds great too singing sounds really good he, he How to Dismantle sounds like by the numbers melodies to me of like if you just laid down a riff and him kind of going ah a lot. Uh, he put a lot of thought into the yeah. melodies of this, I think. They did not. They knew they could not fuck up. They didn't skimp. No. All right, let's go to the next song. You're talking about hits. I think this is a could zonker be. hit. It could be. Or it could be a flop. Who knows? But I think that this could be, if people give a shit, this could be played at a song. lot of weddings. Yeah, song for someone. Song for someone. And this is a song, presumably, about he met his wife. Uh, Ali, who starred, a lot of people don't know this, starred in Kate and Ali, the TV show. That's right. It was her and Jane Curtin. Yep. Um, he met her when they were 12 or 13, mm-hmm. and this is a song to her. Uh, <laughs> go Sorry. over to the trash can and put it in there. Don't, like, do a big fucking swish for three points. It. Yeah, you took it to the paint, I got to admit. Um, this is called Song for Someone, and it's a song sort of about them meeting when they were young and it's uh let's just hear a little bit of it again it doesn't sound this doesn't this sound doesn't like sound like you too it sounds like yeah. iron and wine or something or some dude at a party with an annoying acoustic guitar. I have to say, every time a song starts and I'm like, uh, this is going to be one of those songs I skip, it redeems itself. The chorus is good. Yeah. And the melody, it doesn't sound like he's just treading water. It's, it keeps going and changing. And You've got a face not spoiled by beauty. I have some scars from where I've been. Which is another theme throughout the album of, of the tragedy that happened to his mother. You've got eyes that can see right through me. You're not afraid of anything they've seen. I was told that I would feel nothing the first time. I don't know how these cuts heal. But in you, this I is, found a rhyme. This is a total wedding song. This is a wedding song. I mean, this is like... There's a light you can't always see. There's a world we can't always be. really good that's a great melody this a lot of previously in previous albums i could hear him saying just this is a song yeah but they add the extra this is a song yeah you know and then edge in the background going oh yeah it's really yeah it's really good and some of the the lyrics really clean and tight and good you let me that's what she said (laughs) sotomayor what um Here's a lyric I like. You let me into a conversation. A conversation only we could make. 
I think that's cool. Like, you let me in. Like, you included me in this conversation, and it's a conversation that, but that right. the two of us were going to have. I think, right. I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Um, anyway, I think this song Very is strong. cool. It's only got one religious reference, unfortunately. That is something I wish he'd knock off. Well, he's a devout Christian. Is he devout? I don't know. Hanging out on all those boats with young women? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he mentions uh, the Hill of Calvary. I don't know. Uh, he mentions pilgrims and one's... Anyway, it's got a lot of that kind of stuff. He, pilgrims are in uh, Miracle. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so what's the next one? That's a hit. Okay, this next song is called Iris, parentheses, Hold Me Close. Which is his mother's name. His mother, her name was Iris. She, when Bonobos was 12, uh, his grandfather passed away. Yeah. His mother passed out at the funeral and yeah. died a couple of days later. Yeah. And this is- So sad. Very sad. And this is a song about her- and this song is fucking good. And what's weird is it's not a weepy like the previous song. No. It's actually kind of a rock song, yeah. which is kind it's of a, a very U two yeah stadium. But it's uh, not like that last one where it's like delicate, no. which you would think a song about his mother would be. There are so many songs here where it's like, wow, this is gonna be a roof raiser in the old arenas next mm-hmm. year when they tour. I mean, these are gonna be great. Live songs. You want to go to one of their shows, by the way? Yeah, we should. We should record an episode there. Yeah. For sure. Okay, this is Iris, Hold Me Close. This is terrific. I mean, listen to how U2 this is. This is the most U2 it's sounded so far. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Which you wouldn't expect about the song about his mom. You'd expect, like, songs... About Martin Luther King being the U2 one. That's why I I love this record is the subjects they're touching on are are really delicate, but they're just powering through them. Mm -hmm. And it makes a song like this all the more powerful. All right, Professor. Because, like, what's the song on Atomic Bomb? Happy Birthday. (laughs) Yeah, Happy Birthday. What's the song on Atomic Bomb that's like, you're so beautiful? City of Blinding Lights. Right, in the city of blinding lights, yeah. That's trying to be universal. Yeah, and it's trying to it's trying to be universal. It's not and really not specific. A, it's a little airy and it's not about anything. In and, the city of blinding lights, what are you talking about? And this is like about his mom. About his mom. He's saying stuff like something in your eyes took a thousand years to get here. Something in your eyes took a thousand years. Hold me close, hold me close, and don't let me go. Hold me close like I'm someone that you might know. Yeah. I've got your life inside of me. Yeah. So it's very personal stuff, but said in this like kind of jammy stadium way. It sounds it's interesting. so good. It sounds good. So that uh, you know, I I give it my highest recommendation, C plus. That's it's so weird that that's the highest you go. Like you don't even do like B minus. It's average. It's above average. It's, it's what the plus C is. C plus for. is not above average. <laughs> So C is average. C is average, C plus. And you will not go higher than that. I will not. I will not go lower than a C minus. Good Lord. <laughs> oh, okay, so right after the album came out, I was, I, I think I was driving back home from the airport, listening to the album, and I remember texting What, what is you. Naomi doing, by the way? Was she with you? No, 
I okay, was, so this is a solo bolo plane trip. Solo bolo. Jetting in. <laughs> um, and I texted you. Let me find it here. Yep. Use your search button. Here we go. Oh, boy. Okay, you said, on a flight. Down, I said, on a flight, downloading album now. You said, this might take more than one app. Duh. I added the <laughs> duh. And then you wrote, listening now. And then in the car, I wrote, early favorite volcano. Yep. And this, that's the next song. And, this, and then I said, sounds like boy. Sounds like boy. And I didn't want to write back because I didn't want to. I know. And then and then you didn't write back. And I was like, oh, he's saving it. I'm saving it. I'm saving it for the pod. And you'll be glad I did because here we go. Okay, this is, this is your early favorite. This is where all of a sudden those previous five songs sound pretty U2, but like new yeah. U2. Here's what we're talking about when all of a sudden it takes an abrupt left turn into 1980. Oh, I can. You know what? I'm sorry. I I needed to turn up my volume all the way. <laughs> has has that been a problem? Sorry. Ooh, bully. Stupid dumb shit. And some, by the way, some dude wrote to me and said, "When you turn up your volume on the computer and it's plugged in, hold down the whatever button, and we don't have to hear it." If that's the worst fucking thing yeah. you have to hear today, who cares? Who cares, asshole? No, thank you for listening. You're probably cool. <laughs> Um, okay, it's turned up all the way now. All right, this is Volcano, and this may be my favorite song on the Oh, record. good. Okay. Here we go. All right. I mean, listen, that sounds like Adam Clayton in 1983. It does. Joy Division. Yeah. And this this song, the lyrics specifically, I don't know what they're really about, but it it... I think it's about being a young man and being ready to explode at any moment. And but musically, listen to that. He yeah. hasn't used that guitar sound in a long time. I know. To me, this it fits thematically because it's like the songs that they were playing, you know, 35 years ago. Yeah. Those hand claps. Great chorus. Great. It sounds like war. It sounds like it's fantastic. It's awesome. That's, this is the music they used to make. It's so good. And again, live, this is going to be so fun. If they play it. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they will. Oh, look, I'm not going to predict the future here. I'm psychic and I'm seeing Whoa. clearly that they will. Have you found... That $5 bill I lost? Yeah. Where is it? It's in my wallet. Motherfucker. I'll give it to you in seven years. Those yeah, claps! This, this, oh. this is a great song. This is great. So fun. I love this. And it, if if the whole record had sounded like this, I think people would have shrugged. I would love it. I love it. I love post-punk. They listen to a lot of music they listened to when they first yeah. wanted to be a band when they were making this record. Susie and the Banshees, Joy Division, all that kind of stuff. I love yeah. this. Listen to The Edge. It's bad. This is good. This is really good. I don't know. I have no complaints. C+. <laughs> I would at least, like, you seem to really love that song. Uh-huh. Maybe my favorite song of all time. I think you should up it to, like, a B+. I don't even know what that is. It's great. Anyway. <laughs> uh, that song and the next song, Raised by Wolves, 
I believe were uh, produced by the same people, produced by Declan Gaffney. Yeah, he's a longtime engineer for them who had never gotten production credit. He's before. the solo producer on that, produced by Declan Gaffney on Volcano. On uh, yeah. What about uh, Raised by Wolves, produced by Declan Gaffney and Kenny Takahashi? Kenny, Who's this dude? Kenny Takahashi. No, I'm sorry. Produced by Declan Gaffney and Danger Mouse. Engineered oh. by Kenny Takahashi. I, I'm going to say Gaffney. right now, Danger Mouse did a kick-ass job on Danger this album. Danger Mouse, hey, great job. Um, let's hear Raised by Wolves. Now, when I hear the title Raised by Wolves, I kind of go, uh, Wait, what? NME gave this a four out of ten. I'm just finding this on, what fucking dicks? Enemy. Come on. Enemy, you're the enemy. He says that you two devalued their own brand with the release strategy because shut up, don't review a release the strategy. The fact is, it makes free. The fact it's free makes it seem cheap. Shut up. All right, here we go. This is raised by wolves. I do you agree with me that I don't sound hopeful, or that's not a a song title that makes you feel hopeful about the song. Like what, raised, raised by wolves. By wolves. I, that, that sounds like maybe Miami or New York. Or, you know what I mean? I was kind of like when I saw oh, that song like, title, uh-oh. I was like raised by wolves. Yeah, okay. But this song kicks a little booty. It, this song is, yeah, it's. And this is about the. It's um, great. It's not generally it's the about one the IRA. Political it's, song. it's a political song like the songs they used to write, but yeah. it's not generalized about like. No, oh, it's a specific it's incident. It's about a specific dude. Who Bono was saying that he, on any day, he could have been at the record shop where this happened, this yeah. bombing, but instead he decided to go to school that day. But his friend was there and it fucked him up for life. Yeah. And this is the friend that he wrote bad about. Yeah. Who's a drug addict. Yeah, that's right. So this is like a specific song about that day. All right. This is Raised by Wolves. Already sounds like war. They haven't used a sound like that in 30 years. Face down on a broken street, there's a man in the corner in a pool of misery. I'm in a white van as a red sea covers the ground. Take a look, and now I'm sorry I did. 5:30 on a Friday night, 33 good people cut down. So good. Anyway, I, I like I'm enraptured by the song. I don't want to talk over it, but let's. The chorus gets so good. Yeah, here it comes. I love that they wait so long for it to. Here it comes. I thought I would hear them 
make music like this. This again. is so good. I know. I love it. This might be my favorite song. This is so good. C plus. So again, good. C plus denotes. You're right, C. So it's average. It's 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 as if you're saying it's not very good. Just to the outside world. I don't know what you're talking about. I this is. I mean, come on. Those last two songs, great. Oops, I started it over. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, now, the next one is I'm the speechless. title that made me kind of brace myself, but I really like the Cedarwood Road. Do you know what that is? It's the street he grew up on, street, right? street he grew up on, Cedarwood Road. All right, let's hear Cedarwood Road. This is for Googie. Who's that? That's his friend that he grew up near. That's in the in the lyrics. It says for Googie. Does it say it like that? Yeah. For it says, Googie. It says, please say it like this, and then it describes how to say it. For Googie. So again, oh. another just like rock song. This sounds so good. This is the most kind of atomic bombish that it's gotten so far. Yeah, I will say that, yeah. But this, it's just huge. I like the piano in The one thing I'll say, as opposed to the last two songs, this is a little more Americana, yeah. like with the yeah. acoustic guitar. And it's the, less European. It's a little less European, so I don't like it as much as the last two songs. But it's... Pretty good. I really like the chorus, though. It's like when it comes, it's not in, immediately. I really like it. I think it's... It reminds me... You know, this is kind of an interesting parallel, but it reminds me a little of Oasis uh-huh. after their third record. When they got real cokey. Yeah, or even like uh, uh, their their third record single, the uh, Do You Know What I Mean? It sounds a little... Yeah, like, yeah, it I mean? does. Uh, yeah. From that whole album. Yeah. I went back to that album recently. And was it sounds like, good. Yeah, there's I mean, some really good stuff it's a, on it. It's a good record. But that's I mean, like the cocaine album. Yeah, definitely. So that one, I like it. I don't love it, but it's... Yeah, it's good. It's good. Okay, now here's the song you say you don't like, and I... This is track nine, and another all of a sudden like, what? What am I listening to? I really like it. I think it ends really great. This is Sleep Like a Baby Tonight. It just ha- I just haven't gotten into it yet. Again, European, craft worky. Yeah. Trying to sound like you too, craftworky. Trying to sound craftworky. Uh huh. Never thought I would say craftworky. It turns into it. Where it eventually it goes reminds me of "Love and Peace or Else," that song. That, mm-hmm. but I really haven't listened to it that much. It, it, then shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. In the cold 
popping of the pee. Let me pause it one sec. The popping of what? The pee when he goes purple. No, he pops the. If you listen to this song again, he's remember. Don't when start we're, it from the beginning. No, I'm not. But remember when we and don't tell me what to fucking do. Listen, I am. Do you hear that? What? There's a ghost. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Remember when we were talking about Spidey? Yeah. And the fact that he wouldn't fucking turn off the dark. Listen, listen. Why don't you use your Spidey sense and fucking turn off the dark? Thwip, thwip. Spin a web any size and turn off the freaking dark, okay? Hey, get Mary Jane. Get her to pick up a Daily Bugle newspaper. Bring it on over here. And why don't you turn off the dark? But remember when we were talking about it and we and we were talking about his $75 microphone or $200? I can't remember exactly yeah, yeah, what yeah, Reeves yeah, Carney yeah, was yeah, saying. Yeah, like, yeah. well, he sings on this shitty microphone yeah. and I sing on something more expensive. And then a lot of people wrote to me saying... Um, oh, well, there's this one microphone that is really cheap that actually sounds pretty good. It sounds like he's singing on a shitty microphone because uh, the, the P's are popping. It's intentional, uh, but it, it's like an effect. It's an effect, but it's almost like, ah, eh, you know what? Don't clean it up. It sounds weird. Uh, okay. I like it a lot. I mean, okay. uh, let's, let's hear a little more. You're going to sleep like a baby tonight. I heard that T. my favorite i like it i like it It sounds experimental in a way that they haven't you know that that's one of my main complaints with modern u2 is they don't sound like they're experimenting and this sounds like a it's not a like a jam song as much as it is just like we want to create a mood yeah and we have never put out a song that sounds like this and so let's try i think i i you know applaud them for the effort i think it's cool c plus all right, so this is the next song. This is the one I can't really get into, but you love. This, this is my my current favorite. Really, this is where you can reach me now. It's it's a tribute to Joe Strummer. Yes, which I don't like about it. But anyway, you don't like Joe Strummer? I like Joe Strummer. I don't know that I like this song. Anyway, let's listen to it. It sounds very. Oh, by the way, okay, listen to that. Seagulls. Yeah. Why are you putting seagulls on your record? Because seagulls are the key to the. It's the, bad enough I life. got. It's bad enough I got to hear these guys during my lunch hour, my lunch break. Now I got to hear them when I'm listening well, to a then U2 record. Don't eat your lunch in the water down at the beach. I'm sorry, but that's where I love to eat lunch. Why every day do you insist on waist catching, deep catching fresh fish for lunch? Well, I, look, I'm a bear. We all know you're a bear, but you live and you wear human clothes and you live in a civilized society. You, know, you need to learn to, to eat a hamburger every once in a while. Oh, how about a hamburger? Get those birds out of here. Also sounds like the guitar tone from one. Uh-huh. 
They use that on another song too. Cool story, oh, the Troubles, bro. actually. I do like this. This sounds good, like, right? This sounds like war. Can you turn it up a little? Can you stop ordering him around. Sorry, Cody. What's that mean? It is Great. good. It's good. I like it. When I first heard it, I was like, it's a little trying to ape the Clash too much. Yeah, yeah it is very clashy. I, li- I do like it. Um, so the last song. The last song does not sound like, I think, anything they've ever recorded. No. no but it all. sounds very Danger Mousey. Yeah. It yeah. sounds kind of Broken Bells. It's really, really interesting. This is. And uh, who's the singer? Who's the guest Licky singer? Lee. Licky Lee. Licky Lee, uh, who, if you don't know, has, um, I think, two or three really great albums. Um, she's really awesome and not someone I would have ever said, oh, you know what? Licky Lee is going to kind of like do the hook on a U2 record. Right. Um, this is a song called The Troubles. And yeah, let's hear it. This is, the, this is a closer. We've talked a lot about closers on U2 records. And sometimes they – fumble that ball i think this is a great closer which you know what in football is not such a good thing no you don't want to fumble the i don't know much about football but i know you do not want to fumble the ball because in the other team what do they do you know what they do they can kick it they can pick it up they can do whatever they like with it stick it up their yin yang if you don't (laughs) i don't know much about football but i know if you throw that ball through those goal posts you get a couple of points on there, at Absolutely. least two, at least two. Um, but I think they nailed it with this one. I think this is yeah. a really interesting song. This is the Troubles again, very catchy, like AIDS. This is a song that. Bono is playing very loudly at his beach house. Oh, this is the France. one that people taped? People taped, and they thought this was sung for someone, and they thought that was Adele. Oh. They were fucking wrong, bro. Bro, you called it. Two times heard that. It sounds a little like pop. A little. In a good way. Has a poppy sound. When the troubles you and you think it's easier to know your own tricks. 
cool. I I will say, without Licky Lee, I maybe would have relegated it to one of those pop kind of downer numbers that are just okay. But there's something about just her singing on it. It's a great hooky yeah. chorus. And it's, I think if there were... This album sequenced really well. I yeah. think they really, really obviously put a lot of thought into the sequencing. And no, I think they just put it on random. Yeah, and you're, said, probably, you're probably right. But <laughs> I think it's the the slower songs are spaced out really well. Yeah, um, I think there's a really good closer. But I think the other, like every breaking wave, and song for some someone, and I guess sleep like a baby tonight are the kind of slower paced songs, and they're really spaced out really well. Speaking of spaced out, it is ten fifty-five yeah. here. We've been going at it for two and a half hours. I'm start. I'm so hungry. I'm eating tums <laughs> just for food. <laughs> well, the so preliminarily, and that's. I certainly hope that's a word. But our preliminary yeah. view of the record, I think that we're in accord on this we both like it very much very very much if you had to place it in your list of top 10 u2 records mm-hmm. at this point and we've only heard it for you know not even 36 hours at this mm-hmm. point which by the way when you did your top <laughs> your u2 albums in order you had clearly said your favorite is how to dismantle for a long time and then it was like number three when you on our very final episode some people were calling you out on that it was yeah you'd said it over and over how to dismantle is your number one and then when you were on the spot and had to put them in order you put it at like number three i did yeah um i think you put actung baby is number one maybe and then joshua and then maybe i reconsidered because we had yeah the amount of songs that are on it that i don't like kind of yeah, are more than the amount of songs I don't like. On right, uh, I don't know. So where would you place this in the pantheon? Dead last. I agree. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, I know how to stack it up against recent work. That's about all I can do. Yeah. Okay. I, let's let's talk okay. about. Let's go backward. And say if you like it better than. Uh, the previous record, okay? So uh, I'm going to go... Yeah, much more than No Line on the... I think No Line on the Horizon it pales in comparison to this. Okay. Just, no Line on the Horizon um, has too many shitty songs. Yeah. Has some songs with with good melodies, but it is really inconsistent. Really inconsistent. I think the lyrics are very inconsistent on that mm-hmm. album. There's so, some real zingers in there so better much better than that album. much better than that album i agree okay yeah. we've got that how to dismantle an atomic bomb one of your favorites one of my favorites is this better than h t d a a b i don't know i mean i there are some s- songs on there i really don't like and mm-hmm. there aren't any songs on like there's one song that i'm indifferent about but i mm-hmm. love every single other song but and the, i don't like them saying barbara santa barbara but that's literally 45 seconds yeah. of a good song um i mean i don't know i i would have to sit with it longer because no I i'm s- don't sit with it any longer just like right now do you like it better 
Would you? Which would you rather listen? Uh, no, that's not even fair to say because you want to listen to a new thing more. I just love I, Atomic Bomb has amazing songs on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Right now, I'm, I'm, I, I love this one just because it's all new and stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I would have to sit with it longer. Okay, right now, I'm going to say yeah, I like it more. You than like Atomic. it more? Okay, I I like it way more because as established, I don't like how to dismantle. Yeah. All that you can't leave behind. Is it better? Well, it's certainly more consistent. It certainly is because as we've talked about, all that you can't leave behind is six great songs and then some stinkers. Yeah. So I like it better. Yeah, me too. And I love songs on all that you can't leave behind. Yeah. And maybe I like a few songs better than any song on this record. Yeah. But I like this record better. I, I, I like it more than pop. Definitely. Pop. I just, you know, what's great is the blank record cover, the fact that it just arrived. There's no, you know, there aren't a ton of interviews that came out before the, so like mm-hmm. Octoon Baby, nothing has shaped my perception yeah, of this album. It's exactly. all just listening to it. Yeah. So I'm still trying to formulate so, what it is. Look, we're we're trying to process this, but let's just talk about it. Pop, I like it better than pop, and I like pop. Yeah, you're a big pop person. Um, And by the way, People really responded to my uh, reordering and resequencing oh, they did? pop. Oh, yeah, cool. they they they. What say about my all that you can't leave behind? I think people really like that too. Someone said uh, on Twitter to us that they're waiting to listen to this songs of incontinence uh, until we tell them Innocence. what order <laughs> to listen to it. In. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, and let's just I I gotta say the sequ- the sequencing is pretty good. Yeah, it's great. on this. I would just keep it as is. I I in the future I may say you know what I would shift this or shift this, but at this point I like it. Okay, better than Zuropa. And you yeah. know that I like Zuropa yeah. a lot more than you. Um, right now uh, it's still shiny and new, so I'd say yeah. I I like it better than Zuropa. Really, I do. Wow. I like it better than Zuropa. Better than Octung Baby, widely considered one of their masterworks. Uh, I don't know. I need to listen to it more. Right now, I'm going to say probably not, but... I'm going to say it is. Yeah, you're not a big Octung Baby I mean, I'm not... I like it, but I like Zuropa better, and I like this better than Zuropa. Wow, you love this album. So far, I really like it. Yeah, me too. I do too. Rattle and Hum, better than Rattle and Hum. I mean, Rattle and Hum has a place in my heart that will never be. Yeah, because we were disrupted. so young when. Yeah. But yeah, it's better than Rattle. And yes, Hum. it is. Joshua Tree. Joshua Hui. Joshua Tree. No, I'm probably just not. Gonna say no. No, I'm going to say no. There's, uh, I mean, there. There's just too much classic about Joshua yeah. Tree that is you can't touch it. Timeless. You can't really touch it. You can't touch this. Like Master Ceremonies Hammer. MC Hammer. Unforgettable Fire. I don't know. I mean, no. I don't know. No. War? I don't know. That's going too far back. You can't. October? Yeah. Yes. Boy? Yes. Probably better than boy. I can't tell. I No. I think so. I don't think so. Boy's probably better. No, come on, But for modern you, It's better than boy. I don't know. It's better than We'll never know. Look, we need time. We we rushed to get this out for you guys. You, uh, Adam's already zipping up his goddamn Here's backpack. Here's the thing. What we need to do, this album is needs to marinate in our souls, mm-hmm. our brains, and our buttholes. <laughs> and what we need to do is 
re-examine it a few times. What do you say? Should we do a few eps on this album? I think we need to do a few eps on this album. I mean, we've been waiting so long for this. We need to bring other fans in. We need to bring people who've asked to be on the show who yeah. couldn't fit it in the last time we were doing, like Andy Daly. We should bring Hera the Dog in here since he doesn't like you two and Let's see what he Let's get him in here. Well, they're his favorite band now for recording him. Yeah. So we got to get Lance Bangs back in here. We got to get Todd Glass. Todd we Glass. got to put some reverb on this thing. Get some reverb on it, play it through an amp. <laughs> Get a live drummer on this. <laughs> Look, we need to do more eps about this. We we can't uh, do them consistently. No. Um, but we're just going to drop them into your inbox, just like you two did with yep. this record. It's everywhere now. This podcast is everywhere. Whether you like it or not, it is in your iTunes from now on. (laughs) Anyone who has iTunes can get this podcast. Yes. (laughs) And that is our promise to you. And it is free, just like you too. We're going to do more eps. This is not the end. They're not going to be on a regular weekly basis because, as I said, I immediately start filming and, um, you know, all of my time is taken. But we're going to try to get together as much as we can. Yeah. That is our promise to you. And, um, For everyone who tweeted at us about the show and everyone who talked about it all summer, it really is gratifying to people like this. I mean, before this news broke yesterday, I was still getting you talking you two to me tweets all the time. Um, But then since it happened, I mean, it was crazy, like probably like a thousand. uh, Probably a thousand tweets since it's it's crazy. And thank you so much, everyone. We really like it. we're going to take you out with uh, Raised by Wolves again because I'm in charge of the computer. Terrific. So uh, this has been Scott. And this has been Scott. And we sincerely hope that you have found what you're, you're looking, looking for. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf Radio. Boom.com. The Wolf Dead. Hey, Queeros, it's me, Cami Esposito, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Query. You can sit in on hour-long conversations between me, Cameron Esposito, and some of the brightest luminaries in the LGBTQ family. Query explores individual stories of identity, personality, and the shifting cultural matrix around gender, sexuality, and civil rights. Plus, it is fun. We have had some incredible guests. Uh, Emmy winner Lena Waithe? Yes, definitely. Congressman Mark Takano? You bet. L Word creator Eileen Shaken? Yes. President and CEO of Glad Sarah Kate Ellis? We definitely have. We've got celebs, people like Trixie Mattel, Evan Rachel Wood, Tegan and Sarah, the band, and the people separately on two different episodes. We also have activists and change makers in our community. I think it's a one of a kind show full of chats you have never heard before. It's identity, it's community, it's query. You can find query every Monday on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.